0: Thank you. Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen. There's no business like show business. Oh, in a way, here we go.
1: Hello
2: again, and welcome to the Art and Business Community Theater, also known as the Monroe Community Players Podcast, featuring the Green Room Groupies. I'm your de facto host, David Warren. Looking around the Green Room, I see. Oh, Robert Yeoman. Ron Roberts. The birthday boy, by the way. Aww. Happy birthday. And Brian Burchett, Ross. And, and it's yes, not his birthday. It, it is his birthday. Happy. And, and we're so pleased that he chose to spend it with us.
3: Happy um,
2: birthday.
1: Doing, oh, please, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> and immediately, Carol turns off the episode. <laughs> uh, along
2: with her other four listeners. Yeah, 42. <laughs> So once again we're here um i uh, this is a little unusual different type of episode because i actually gave the groupies a homework assignment um since our last episode and wanted to go out to listen to some branding and marketing podcast uh and i I know everybody did that um uh, ron even brought in (laughs) some notes and i know uh bob and i uh, shared a ride into uh, the podcast today and he told me his thoughts on some of them
1: (laughs) (laughs) and and brian
2: I hope you did your homework as well.
1: He, he looks right now, folks, like the kid in class that did not finish the assignment. No, he's hoping that no one calls me not on
3: They shaved the kitty, I, so I did. <laughs> I, I now, I, I, I said in a text to you, <laughs> yes. I, I, I watched some of this stuff, but I felt like Lisa Douglas after, after, uh, 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 what's it After Oliver Douglas uh, explained a a brief to her, and she just looks confused.
2: For those of you folks under 50, that's a reference to the Green Acres television show that that a lot of us uh, enjoyed when we were younger growing
3: up. We grew up on,
2: yes. Um, And and if you haven't checked it out, you should. It really was quite brilliant satire when you get down to it. Sure. (laughs) But that is for another podcast. Uh, What we are looking at today was branding and marketing um, and how branding is different than marketing and, frankly, why you are doing it wrong and frankly why we are doing it wrong so i want to put out there right now that for and all the mineral community players who are listening and i know all of you are <laughs> i am going to say <laughs> thank you brian
1: <laughs> it was i was telling them, i showed him a joke that's what he was laughing yeah, about that was it that was it as with i the, saw
3: ron's birthday suit of course this, this is a, is of course based oh <laughs>
2: We may have to start over, folks. Um, this Much of what we'll be talking about today is based on our own history with players because yeah, I know we all seem very cool, very with it, very all together. Um, but the reality is I think we need to peel back some of that, that uh, veneer now and show you some of, uh, of the issues that we struggle with and what we have done over the years. So to the mineral community players, there may be some things come up that you are not going to like to hear um, because they will strike close to home. They're things that I think we, though as a group, will be stronger if we confront ourselves directly. And and frankly, I, th- I think this may, even though it won't be a controversial in the sense that um, some of our previous episodes have been about some of the uh, more philosophical things about why we do theater for our local group here. This may be. A, a, May get a little, uh, little uh, tighter, but I think it's for the better of theater everywhere. Mm. Um, so theater with an R E, as we have just explained earlier in episode 14, probably. Um, so branding. Nothing to do with cattle. <laughs> That's for Brian's sake. <laughs> do we think there's a difference, folks, between branding and marketing? Do we think that we, mineral community players, are doing it right?
1: No, we aren't, and I do think there is <laughs> definitely a difference between branding and marketing. Branding is who you are, and marketing is selling who you are. That is the difference, and I think that the first thing that a group of any type needs to come up with is exactly what is your brand. Yep. What will you stand for? What when someone hears the name Mineral Community Players, what's the first thing they think of? Yes. And
2: and frankly, I'm I'm right with you, Ron. Um, I am one who. Um, having started to do some research on this subject myself, uh, talking to uh, the, our strategic marketing person at my workplace, um, I've had kind of an epiphany around marketing, which is why I want to talk to him about branding, um, because it's like, wow. Um, when we talk about protecting the brand, you know, what brand does mineral community players have? Because some of the folks out there will tell you, you can put your brand out there, but you don't completely control your brand. You know, People are going to attach what they see to your name when they see stuff, and and um, it may not be what you want them to to think. Thoughts, Bob? I agree. <laughs> I'm sorry. I,
1: no, but that's good. I, well, I, I <laughs> know. So I, no. I agree. You agree too, Brian? Mm-hmm. <laughs> not not being able to control the brand. I have a little bit of experience with that. Um, case of the Laura listeners may know. I worked nine and a half years with Walt Disney Company, and uh, it was one of our duties that we were tasked with is that if we saw someone using the brand inappropriately, we had to let them know. And I'm talking about anything from mom and pop selling Mickey Mouse on the side of the road to people that had their own personal businesses where they were selling, you know, different things of that nature that had a Disney character. You know, we were bound to report that there was a hotline that they had lawyers that would, would man that 24 seven and they would go after everyone. So, you know, you may think that, Oh, I live in, in maybe, I can get away with, you know, selling these cardboard Mickey Mouse's out of my house? Yeah, you might not. Um, and it may not seem like much, but that that is brand integrity and yeah. they they de- defend that um religiously. Right and, and Oh, I'm sorry, Brian.
3: I, I'm just I have a question about that. Would that include garage sales if 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 you're selling if you're like you bought something at Disney World and for for 80 bucks and then resold it for
1: you know. No, it's because I mean you've technically you've bought that, but this okay. is something where you're using a trademarked item okay. to be able to to further yourself or to make money off of. It's
2: so so like okay. if you have a happy birthday sign that you put up on lawns and they have not be shaped like Mickey Mouse. If it's too close to the actual Mickey Mouse, Disney might come after you. they would come after childcare centers. They've yep. come after lots of smaller mom and pop operations. Headstones. Um, yeah, just because it's like no, it's, the brand can be only used in certain ways, wow. and and that is what. Our uh, person at the college I work for talked about how, um, it was, uh, believe it or not, it was an argu- not an argument, <laughs> a discussion about um, t-shirts. I wanted to sell t-shirts in different colors. And he said, can't, because that's not within the brand. I said, but, but I know the customers want these different colors. He says, yeah, but the brand. And he talked about his goal was really that when people see these this colors, uh, which happen to be red and white, um, that he wants them to think about our college. And it's like, oh, I get that now. Mm-hmm. Um, because until you build that kind of brand loyalty, then you can start playing around with the brand more. So, in the case of Mineral Community Players, we have for decades always had kind of this blue and white logo. Mm-hmm. Um, as long as I can remember, it's been, you know, we even jokingly call it Players Blue. But the reality is, back in the 60s, 70s, 80s, at least by the 80s, by the time I started getting on with the group, you could tell. The players actually, in my opinion, had a strong brand. Mm -hmm. Our posters all looked the same. They were blue and white. And when you saw that poster fly around town, um, you knew that was a community player's poster because it had this big word players on it Mm -hmm. and this certain blue and white. We, over the years, kind of drifted away from that look. um, Though, of course, we've still dealt with the logo. And, And then you have to start thinking, you know, so, but people knew that was players. I think because we've drifted away from a style that may have hurt us over the years. But I think Ron's point is our bigger problem is who we are internally. Because we are following pretty much the same formula we followed for nearly the past 75 years. And we've recently had to break that mold in order to stay in business because the four shows a year, you know, comedy, drama, and or mystery, musical... That just wasn't generating enough revenue, frankly, mm-hmm. um, and therefore not enough interest in the group to keep us going. Because we decided that we should have a place, and of course we can't afford to buy a place, so we are renting a place, um, which means that we have certain expenses every month. Mm-hmm. So that means we had to change our revenue picture. Mm-hmm. Um, but we—I think I'm rambling now. But <laughs> so, so what we have done over the years is we have tweaked a little with our, our so-called brand. Um, so it used to be the players logo was basically a mineral community with the big word players um, it was uh, with this kind of swooping why uh, that was designed by Chuck Williams who unfortunately passed away at a young age and when I was came into the group one of the first things I thought was well, players doesn't really say anything what what are players back well, in the day of course it was theater group everybody knew that but even today if I say he's a player you're not thinking the theater group
3: mm-mm
0: and i think that was prevalent back in the day and there's no getting around it because a lot of marriages happened after the couple had been in a show together (laughs) yes
2: well and then bob you'll remember um we then had some discussions because you know after i was told you know we aren't going to change it because it was done by chuck who was very well beloved in the group um still is um They let emotions get in the way of, was this really the best image to be putting forward, what did this work for us? But when I became president, a new board came in and probably another 10 years later said, we need to promote community. Mm -hmm. And so the logo was tweaked, I believe, by Bob. Mm -hmm. Um, So now it was Monroe, very clearly it's Monroe Community Players with elements of the old logo. Um, So I think we're still honoring Chuck's memory. but we, you know, so we still have that soup wine, but now it's just Monroe Community Players, but you see the word community in it. So here we are now, another 20 years or so later after that, and I think we are at a point, too, where, again, our situation has changed, everything's changed. You know, we should probably be sitting down and saying, who are we, what brand do we want to promote, um, to Ron's point, and And maybe it means redoing everything, including the colors we use. Um, I was on a national board where we, ch- for years, that group had also happened to use red and blue as their colors. They went to green. And the reason behind green was green symbolizes growth.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: You know, And maybe if we're talking about these days, inclusivity and things like that, the issues that we've discussed here in, in this podcast, maybe we should have more of a rainbow color scheme. Maybe we should have something else. Um, yeah, but even the colors that you pick may may say things about you as well. You know, what? How do people feel when they say blue? And these are things that I think most theater groups we haven't really considered about. Um, but I would maintain that your most successful groups, um, I bet you they 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 probably are spending a lot more time with their brand than most most of our groups are, which are smaller ones. And we tend to promote each show, but we don't spend so much time promoting. The brand the of community players.
1: Mm-hmm. Thoughts? Hmm. I think we, you, we have a tendency take... to let the, the uh, product speak. Yes. Which is fine. but
3: Well, the bottom line is, if you don't have the product to back any of it up, you, it you, know, you can brand and market all you want, but if they show up and the product stinks... Right. Ultimately,
1: it's got to be about the product. Right. right. But I think a strong brand also brings more people in. I think mm-hmm. If, mm-hmm. if there was more of an attachment to that, that logo that we use or, or the words that we use, I think you know that would automatically be like, all right, well, hey, Players is doing a show. We can guarantee that we're going to sell 200 tickets just because of the name. Now, oh, hey, this is the name of the show they're doing, and these are the people that are in it. Oh, my gosh, I have even more reasons to go see it. Yeah. Um, there did seem to be that sense of community. I mean, I've been involved in the group now for 30 years, and I remember... Um, when I was back in the day. We still consider him the new kid on the (laughs) block. Isn't that crazy? (laughs) Um, But I I remember, you know, you would. You would see the season announcement, and I'd be like, all right, we're going to go. We know these are the dates we're going to go. And then you'd find out, okay, well, I know this person. I know that person. Hey, let me get a hold of this guy. Hey, remember this guy we went to school with, or we knew this guy from work. He's in a show. We're going to go see him. So you had multiple reasons to go. It wasn't just because I know Bob. I'm going to go see Bob. It was hey, this is a player' show yeah. and mm-hmm. it was that brand recognition and you know we had no problem you know getting 200, 250 people to come in to see a drama or see a comedy or a musical when we were at the RRCA. Obviously times have changed. I understand that but I do think that sense of community was there before and I you know and I think the way that society has changed if you don't adapt to that, you're going to get left behind and, and I think mm-hmm. it's
2: especially for groups that are of a certain age like I said we've been around almost 75 years continuous operation uh, you know, 40 in this room there's well over 200 years of experience <laughs> hey
0: well, you're maybe, losing maybe, the audience <laughs> in the room
2: <laughs> maybe not quite 200 years but, um, but close <laughs> um, but, but again it, it's, it's yeah and we keep thinking people well people know who players are and I would say no. Nowadays, people don't know who players are. We're just part of the background. Um, when Monroe when you know Bill and Marie restarted the group back in 49, Monroe was a much smaller town. Mm-hmm. And nowadays it's not as small and it's certainly much more connected to the sit- communities around it. Um, mm. You know it used to be when you lived in Monroe, that's everything you did was kind of from Monroe. It was more provincial feel. Um, from what, and I, I can go back to remember that. Mm. Um, but now it, it's not really that small. And so so I think it's more important now for the group, and I would say this is true in any community, for the group to reassert your brand and say, here's why. Because that's the other thing. It's like, what problem are we solving for our patrons? Because it's like, why do they want to come to a show? Mm. And like I think Ron just alluded, you s- certainly have those reasons like well maybe you know somebody in it Mm -hmm. well if that's the only way you're getting people to come to see a show you're that's not a long-term solution Mm -mm. you need new audiences Mm -hmm. you know uh if if you only come to see a show because your grandkids are in it, for example well then guess what you're only going to be doing shows with a lot of grandkids in it Mm
3: -hmm.
2: and and two you know is that really sustainable and is that really what your mission is Mm -hmm. um i would hope that um a group like players that you know what we want is to be more aspirational than that um I, in fact i had written down an aspirational brand for us would be professional quality theater at community theater prices yeah. you know oh, you nice. kind of want to say that you're going to get a show that's going to be just as good as anything you see off broadway in new york but we're not going to charge you a hundred bucks to come see it i mean if you want to pay a hundred dollars to come see us we, would we won't stop that you. Would Yeah, we wonderful. won't stop you at all yeah that'd be wonderful <laughs> No group in the world would no. unless their ticket's two hundred dollars <laughs> but but again, you know good luck to them if they're getting that much per ticket mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but but that's that's what I think is is, is so to your point you know you got to have the uh, you got to have the quality behind it absolutely and and that's where I think a lot of our groups suffer is how do you maintain that quality of each show
1: um. Um, So this will probably be a shock to everybody, but I'm going to make a baseball reference here. Um, Major League Baseball, out of the four major sports, in my opinion, has right now a brand image. Partly because the average age of a viewer or of an attendee of a baseball game is 54 and a half years old. Really? Yes. Yeah. That old. That That is their audience right now. That's not old. Yeah, well, it in the, is when the, when the, half in that the country is under 50. In brand and marketing, yes, that is. That is what you're out of the demographics, but they have a mar, they have a brand image issue. I know.
3: It, and it I'm hurts. right there with you. It, hurts, oh, it, I know. it hurts it hurts, but it, it, it yeah, it's a reality. Um I don't it, like this episode so i <laughs> I'm in my very late 50s.
1: Um extremely late. <laughs> so you could, you could you could babies do any day. <laughs> Ron, please continue. Okay, Thank you. Sorry, Ron. You could compare us kind of to Major League Baseball is to whereas our brand right now is how do we grow that brand how do we get younger so to speak mm-hmm. um, you know so if one thing that baseball is doing that a lot of the the old guard does not like is they're coming up with all these innovations of changing the rules and they're trying to get get things pace of play and they want to increase offense and things of that nature because they think that that will get more younger people involved because society doesn't really want to sit around for three and a half hours to watch a game i don't mind it i know brian you don't mind it. i love watching baseball but in today's world nobody wants to spend three and a half hours to do that so they have a brand image um in comparison to the other major sports and part of it is And I don't want to get too far ahead into marketing, but it's how baseball handles their, their players. Um, out of the four, Major League Baseball is probably the most conservative-leaning sport. Um, they don't really have a major presence on um, social media as far as I mean baseball does the teams do actually some of the the team sites are actually quite hilarious on Twitter because they've they turn them they turn them loose and let them go but uh, as far as players however there's not a lot of interaction on social media on Twitter on Facebook on Instagram whereas in the NFL especially in the NBA the players were all over it and Mm -hmm. they engage with their fans Mm -hmm. that way so they get a little bit of buy-in there um but I also think, and you know, this might be another subject again, is that baseball is also ninety-five percent white, mm-hmm. um, and so there's that segment of it. You know how do you how do you grow your your groups? And I know that we looked at that as well. How do you how do you make representation happen in your group? Mm-hmm. But back to the to the to the brand image. Uh, part of the issue that baseball has is. Kids just don't watch. Kids don't play it. It's not cool, mm-hmm. you know. Where And and that also goes to social media. You know, you can only watch a guy hit a baseball, you know, once or twice. And, okay, that's really cool. But you can watch some guy, you know, dunk a ball or make this phenomenal catch of football over and over and over again. And everybody's just blown away by it. Mm-hmm. Um, and now I've kind of just kind of <laughs> ran off into left you're, field you're. here. But it, it becomes an issue of how do you, you have this, oh, I guess, to full circle, they have this established brand. Baseball's been around for over 150 years, Major League Baseball. Everybody knows what it is, right? Mm -hmm. And it's it's not going to go away unless, you know, an act of God makes it happen. It's not going to go away. It's always going to be there, but it can't grow. It's going to fade. Eventually, yeah, it will. It's going to get to the point where you're not replacing – the next generation of of fans. So once those people, you know, like my grandfather took me to games, my dad took me to games, Mm -hmm. I took my kids to games. Mm -hmm. But eventually that's gonna stop. And the same thing kinda holds true for theater. You can take your kids, you can take your grandkids, or you can go see your kids or your grandkids in theater, but eventually if that love of that brand is not passed on, eventually you run out of you run out of customers. Right. Which which you dry up. And I think it's
2: not just theater and baseball, it's frankly everything, I've, I made a comment to Bob earlier, um, every group I belong to seems to be dying. And, and uh, you know, branding, I think, is part of it, is because you know, this fraternal organization, well, that's where the old men go hang out. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the church, well, they, they just, I, I don't even know what's wrong with some yeah. <laughs> church issues. Um, but, but you know, it, it's that kind of thing. It's like, um, you know, who, who are you appealing to? Um, but I, I think I maintain that from the podcast and everything I've been listening to that some of those questions we can answer if again we have a stronger sense of our own self you know what do we want to be and as long as we just kind of keep throwing stuff out there um, without kind of guiding saying well is this what the audience we want to bring in is this show appeal to them Uh, maybe that You maybe we are wasting our time Um, on the other hand I think kind of going back to the idea of if if we always are known for a quality product and the audience will trust you, you know they will show up mm-hmm. um, regardless of what it is, you know, but how, we got to get back to where we have that 250 people who are just going to come because
0: players is doing a show,
1: right mm-hmm.
0: Isn't this just remarketing the mission statement? I think mission statement is part of the brand, yes. Because I'm hearing a lot of things that are literally what we discussed when we did mission statement strategic planning Mm -hmm. that and from the podcast that i listened to that's basically what they did was take an older trend and just remarket it as their new idea but it's actually just the same thing that they put out before and and where
2: where, what i've been listening to and 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 reading about is or i think the difference comes in between the mission statement you know the mission statement is why you do something, but the brand is what you are known for actually doing. Mm-hmm. So the brand is more f- outward facing, whereas the mission statement is more inward facing. But if you don't, if you can't consolidate what you do in one sentence, how are you ever going to communicate that out? Um, you know. So we put on shows. Okay, that's great, um, and we can brand around. You know, we put on theater but is that going to draw on the audience? And I think to me, the, the revelation that I really hadn't thought about was, is what problem do we solve for somebody? You know, if we think of everybody having a story and remembering that you know, we're actors, we should understand this. Everyone's a star of their own story. Mm-hmm. How do we fit into their story? We, I think we can tend to worry more about how do they fit into our story? So we keep looking about what do we need, but we need to think more about what do they need, and now we can create a strategic plan that will help draw them in, and again be true to our brand. Because um, right now, I think if I go ask, if we go out and ask somebody, have you heard of Mineral Community Players? I'm afraid the answer is going to be no.
0: Mm-hmm. They're going to know the building,
2: which is the RRCA. If that, I, I mean, i and I don't want to disparage any other group oh no 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 but but i'm I'm just saying that there's a lot of groups out there doing theater some that we may have groups in our own community we don't even know about Mm -hmm. um you know at this moment we may be the fun people who do shows over at carl's hideaway in idaho right (laughs) because that's the last thing we did yeah there's a group of people that that's the only thing they know we do Um, because i am sure some of them showed up and they never stepped put into uh, uh, you know one of our dramas yep okay I'm just thinking
3: you know but on the other end of that or on on the flip side of that the last two dramas that we did doubt and Twilight of the golds brought in audiences we never had so what's that
2: that, and some that we never had before,
3: right? And sponsorships, which we never and had sponsorships before. we had never had before. So, and and you're right. It all it all connects together with that. What what do they need? And maybe they need, maybe they want, and or need more of that something that's a little bit more up to date and a little bit more. Uh, That can touch them in some way that that reaches out to them, or
0: enhances their own story. Exactly,
3: and arsenic and old lace and and all that just ain't doing it anymore. Well, and I agree with that, but on the other hand, I think there's still room
2: for that too. Okay, but I think so. So if we were to broaden this out to other theater groups, you know, like say when I look out to other theater groups, I think when when I wanted to kind of do the side branding and marketing, you're doing it wrong is what I see is they basically do the same kind of shotgun approach. They they may be stronger in their brand. Um, for example, we use Croswell over in Adrian as a, an example. You know you're going to see a good show.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: You know it's, mm. you know,
0: <laughs>
3: you know. <laughs> yes. i am the, the average. Um, you also know it's going to be a musical. Yep. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They don't do anything but musicals, do they?
0: No.
2: Every now and then, but it's it's rare.
0: They do mm-hmm. staged readings at uh, Farver's, the bar that's attached to the theater, mm-hmm. and I want to say like skits, mm-hmm. not mm-hmm. full blown theater on the main stage.
3: Noises off or anything like no, that. No, nothing like do.
0: nothing like
3: that. And they do that'd be a great stage to do noises. off.
0: Oh my off gosh, on. I'm sure they did it years ago
2: yeah mm-hmm. um i think i saw noises off at the Croswell. yeah,
3: yeah. i don't think that would be one of those that show. um yeah definitely yes
2: mm-hmm. um but that but lately but for, they seem to have moved almost exclusively to um, musicals these days yeah or um but groups like the Toledo rep or um, Downriver river actors guild southgate Warren. you know they are they operate more like we do it's like a mixed bag of different type of shows, mm-hmm. which I'm not saying is is bad, mm-hmm. but I'm just saying is that when we think about who do we want to come to these shows, so in our case, we, we're we looking to build a brand of saying you're gonna see a good show, but then you gotta market each individual show as well. And then I think where things also get into a problem is we need our brand message not to just say you're gonna see a good show, we also need a brand message that says you want to be part of us, mm. because mm-hmm. like any other volunteer group, we depend on people coming in. Mm-hmm. That one's a little easier to, I think, to speak to because we say, "How do we speak to your story?" You might be able to be the star of a show.
0: You might, and bring they will to think the they are the star. Social, <laughs> social card of you know we, we keep the drama on stage.
1: Well. i can't i can't well some
2: people some people like the the other drama too (laughs)
1: but doesn't that all tie into your brand though because again it goes back to are we are we uh, a good place to do a show right And, and if we are trying to tell a story or solve someone's problem then that gives them the avenue of well you know what i can do this or what about this why don't you guys try to do this well come on on and show us yeah Mm-hmm. but to bob's point you know I,
2: I think that that kind of works to me as a tagline uh you know come i mean open auditions
1: we keep the drama on stage i like that actually yeah.
0: mm-hmm. it's copyrighted
1: <laughs> <laughs> let it be known on this date september 12th yep. <laughs> at 3 44 p.m robert yeoman takes ownership of that line
0: <laughs> and i want to be paid in tricks rabbits
3: food Yes. i thought it would have been a fruit loop i but did too i was disappointed and, uh,
2: there's hey, no fruit by the way speaking out. of fruit loops wait, to go back to what two episodes ago one two episode, episode two, two episodes ago, um just to, to, to i forgot robert you were to, i'm you were totally vindicated in my eyes about the smell of fruit loop because i forgot one of their taglines is and it, they're just brought back follow your nose yes.
3: yep yes yep yes
2: yep it was about the smell Bob, yeah. was, Bob, once again, Bob was right.
1: Yep. Let it be known on September 12th at 3.45 p.m. <laughs> that Dave has told Bob he is right. Won't happen again.
2: <laughs> well, not in well, a century. An- another, <laughs> another, another 10 years. <laughs> if we're both still around. There you go.
3: <laughs> There's the road. Um,
2: so, so I think that, but that, that does become a, 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 I don't know where I was going, so never mind.
0: Well, it could also be for our group, we do social issues. Like we, uh, the Amish Project, or...
2: Which we have not done, and we do not have the rights. Please don't sue us for mentioning it.
0: We're mentioning <laughs> it. We're, but, we're publicizing it. We, we will do the hard dramas. Ben- Absolutely. Another one I'm looking at right now is a Bench in the Sun. Mm. Again, a s- serious play, but with comedic elements.
2: Yep. Well, and, and frankly, we've got playwrights, more playwrights lined up who want to have us perform their plays, then we can handle right now, too. You know, we do new works,
3: mm-hmm. which is something mm-hmm. not every group will do. And I, I I think that's a nice way to go with this yeah. as well. You're going to um, bring more people in. So,
0: Especially with musicals being, you know, thirty grand to put on. Yeah.
2: So, and, and again, and if we would all, you know, we talk about musicals enough here. We'd all love to get back to being able to do musicals, for example. Um, but but I think, too, another things that the group has... Our group, and every other group has to consider is what audience are you trying to um, attract? for example, we have people, and this is where it gets into some things that people may not like to hear who are who really are still thinking that ways of promotion that used to work in the eighties and 90s still work today. Right. I personally see no use for flyers, except on a very limited basis. Around, very limited. Around yes. the space that maybe you're performing at, if mm-hmm. you haven't had some place where people walk by. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's like I'm not even sure if if there are places to put up posters anymore. If those are the people we want to attract,
3: mm-hmm.
2: for example, if we're doing hard dramas and stuff and, and social issues, is that you know where can you put them up that those people maybe hang out? Maybe it's the libraries. Mm-hmm. Um, because, cause I would think that we're looking now for an audience that wants to be pushed,
3: mm-hmm.
2: you know, that they want to be shown that they are not, that they're not always writing their thinking. They want to think new things. They want yeah. to explore different ideas,
3: mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. which sounds to me like just the kind of audience we'd like to have. So now the question is if we're, if we're moving from branding to marketing, once we've convinced them we do that, where are they, mm-hmm. you know? And does that mean maybe we find them at the museum, maybe we find them at the battlefield, maybe we find them at the um, libraries? But chances are we're not necessarily, and this is a stereotype, we're not going to find them at Walmart. Right. Mm Mm-hmm. You know I don't think I think we have to be more targeted in our advertising than you used to have to be in the past mm-hmm. because if you just kind of put it out, thinking that everybody, of course, is going to want to come see it because it's a player show. Mm-hmm. that that's a false assumption.
3: Well, sure. when when we did uh, when we did Twilight of the Golds and and uh, you know Bob did the amazing uh, poster for that. Uh, and and we had it flying around on the internet. I put it in three different uh, LGBTQ um, websites or, or Facebook pages, and there were people that came because they saw that. But we, I targeted especially, embrace was one of them, um, and there were a couple more that I that I just and I sent it once a week. Here it comes. Here it comes. Here it comes. And uh, you know, and those and the people showed up. So I, yes, you're correct. It, depending on what the show is, you've got to target that audience and i think bob's right too well or whoever said it people want to be pushed now mm-hmm. people want to that's
1: why some I, people do
3: yeah the um
1: with consent they want to be pushed yeah i'm sorry it's probably not an appropriate joke but hey <laughs> i haven't been here for two episodes so i gotta <laughs> that's it. true and this is birthday so let's get them <laughs> that was my one there. we'll give it to you <laughs> thank you thank you um i
3: a show that that we've been bantering back and forth not saying we're doing it in any way shape or form but one that we've been bantering back and forth can i say that yeah okay i i never know where that rule um is god of carnage which i still hold is although funny and dark is so meaningful still to this day yeah with with what it's saying um and you know, I think it's a push-the-envelope type of uh, a show. Well, and, and, and I'll, I will tell you right now, I know of at least two people in our group
2: that will tell you that's not a players kind of show. But again, they're thinking of an older players. Well, sure. And a different, necessarily, you know... The, just because it wasn't a player's kind of show doesn't mean it shouldn't be a player's type kind of show. Do you
3: think... I would keep using my hands as if people could see me. I, and, I know, I feel like my oh, kitten. Yeah. I'm just watching yeah. you back and forth.
2: Um, and one of the new playwrights I was talking
3: to, by the way,
2: he used one. He says, I don't know if players want to do it because he, the, the script drops the F-bomb quite a bit. In fact, one of the things he did... <laughs> we'll see how many of those he could fit into the script. The script itself oh, is pretty... Just yeah the script itself is pretty good i thought i enjoyed it i enjoyed the concept and everything mm-hmm. um but it's like well i'm not even sure the f-bomb has any weight anymore because mm-hmm. we hear it so many
1: places you know now it's interesting that you say though that I'm, not, I'm obviously called using a euphemism euphemism is that that's not a player show or to something to that effect how did that Get into the uh, community lexicon that that's not a player show because I've heard that from a lot of people. Yeah, no, and it's interesting but, to but, me. But that goes to the point about we have a brand right. out there whether we like it or not, right? And we don't control that part of it. So there are people out there that think that we won't do certain things, mm-hmm. and I find that interesting to me because there are players that that push that concept, and I get that. And I distinctly remember a conversation that you and I had last June where dedicating mm-hmm. Brian. Yes, where a comment was made oh you can't do that show Mm -hmm. and i pulled you aside and i said yes we will Mm -hmm. yes we will if you get the funding by god we will do that show and we did Mm -hmm. and it was successful and i think we made an impact in the community
3: well and that's why i was i was gonna uh, when when david said that about the the you know that's not a player's show um and and yeah if i had if i had walked in on a players meeting in 1997 98 even 2003 anywhere in that and said here's twilight of the golds i'm going to raise the money let's do it how many people would have sat there and went we cannot do that it's not a player show it's not a wholesome entertaining i don't i don't even know what they think but Uh, you're starting to get me all warmed up here now um didn't have well and but i'll go back further even that's true i thought we should do crimes of the heart Mm.
2: yeah i remember that that. and we did it in petersburg of all places small town Mm -hmm. um went over pretty well we had a nice little audience for that Mm -hmm. for for our size project monroe it's like we can't do that show in monroe it's not a mineral it's not a it's not a show for monroe you know it's going to be a Major movie in a couple of years, but it's not a show for Monroe.
0: Well, same thing with the producers. Well,
2: and I'll tell you, you know the reason? Hmm. Because it had a suicide mentioned in it. Well, not 10, 15 years later, we're doing Night Mother,
3: mm-hmm. which is all about suicide. suicide. Yeah.
2: yeah. You know, no ifs, ands, or buts. It's not just a mention. It's that, you know, so so things change over, over time, mm-hmm. but it takes some time. Mm-hmm. Um, to get your own membership, and that's the difference. You know, as we talked a couple ep- or last episode, I about different types of groups. If you're a membership-driven group, mm-hmm. you, you may have some more persuading to do to get the membership go with you than a board-driven group, which is a smaller group of people. But I think community players, at least in our town, we're at a place now where we can do whatever we want. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yep. We're looking to fill, you know, twelve shows a year,
3: but we still have one little problem. we've still got those that are living in 1950 60 70 and 80 who still refuse to believe that we can do anything that isn't king and i and sorry annie and oklahoma i mean that's well but again but it's not the world it's not the world we live in anymore there may be certain shows that certain
2: people just don't want to do then don't do them but they should still support the group absolutely and that's, like I say, we, we can give people choices, and that may be how we fit into their story. You don't like doing doubt? Fine. Mm-hmm. Here comes, uh, we haven't done a nice little comedy in a while, but you know, here comes right. our snake and old lace, Right. Um, so you can do that. Yeah. You know, so, so maybe our tagline is more along like you know, theater for everybody.
1: Well, now, I would say about that, though, is in the way that society has become... It, to me, it seems like you have to find where you fit in. And it seems if if there's a brand or something where they try to be something for everyone, you're going to fail. Mm-hmm. There's very few things in this world that everybody can agree upon. Oh, yeah, that's a great, I like that. Or, I mean, for the longest time, Disney was that. Not anymore. Nope. They are no longer something that everyone looks to as a good source of entertainment Until so bring back the people mover well there you go and that's exactly because what i like. was talking about um i thought so, you talking about
3: twerking she-hulk but that's okay
1: well,
3: she-hulk's always she-hulk
1: so uh,
0: <laughs> cartoon is a cartoon is a cartoon
1: on the offside of that i think if you find your niche and you do something well that's what you shoot for. I'll use and this thought I thought to this this in my head the other just a few minutes ago. How is it that like RC Cola and these places can still operate in a world of Coke and Pepsi? I don't know. It's I don't either. Be tough, right? But they do. It's because they found their market share. They know they're not going to grow it, and maybe this is countered intuitive to what I'm trying to say, but they know what they're able to do. They have their market share. That's what they shoot for. They don't try to ruffle. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm going to stop right now. But I guess my point is find what you do well. Say it's drama. Say we do heavy dramas or we do comedies. Well, that's what art we focus on. And I know the musicals are what everybody loves and everybody gets excited about. But you know what? Mm, Maybe we just don't do them. Mm-hmm. because from you know and i've said this i've told you guys this and you've all seen it if when you've gone to act fest from a talent level we are right there with everybody else in this state mm-hmm. we have the talent mm-hmm. we have the ability to do it we do things well and it, instead of you know trying to be well-rounded and do a little bit of this a little bit of that we focus on the dramas the comedies you know the farces the satires and that's what we do mm-hmm. and and then that's our brand yeah, and mm-hmm. frankly, me personally,
0: I could live in a group of like that. Me too. Um, well, part. also, in that group also, you could put in musical reviews, which you get from MTI and stuff, which are less money significantly. Right. Mm-hmm. So the people that want to be in a musical can still be in one. I'm not saying, you know, it's an alternative than well, a musical. I
2: think you got to go back to look... Is someone else in the? Is someone else filling that need yep. in the community? Oh yeah. So, for example, the River Asian Center for the Arts is just cast a mm-hmm. Okay, they're they're doing it. Bedford um, is doing Godspell. Yeah. Bedford Schools is doing Matilda. Yeah. Okay. But no one else is doing um, something like Blythe Spirit in the, in the county. Um, which, of course, though it's an old show, when you get down to it, it's a very dark
3: show. Yep. Oh yes, mm-hmm. <laughs> it is a very dark show. You know,
2: you can't have a show with ghosts without having why they're ghosts.
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Although
2: but
0: still it, a very Casper. funny show. They never explained Casper. They did in the movie.
2: It was kind of oh. I think it that's dark. why I failed. It was kind oh. of gruesome. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, uh, but the so so yeah so maybe that's thing. And I had this idea because when I, uh, we talk about doing some of the readers theater stuff, for example. Um, which which my thinking was like, well, we do a month of you know, our big show, the heavy drama or whatever, and then we do a quick Reader's Theater, then we do another comedy, you know, do sure. kind of an alternating kind of thing, is maybe we as a group should stop thinking of ourselves as players, one giant, one homo- homogenous group, but start saying, okay, here's the Reader's Theater Guild yep. of the Mural Community Players. Here's the Drama Guild of the Mural Community Players. Here's the Comedy Guild. And it's like, okay, Comedy Guild, it's your turn to do a show. What are you doing? Mm-hmm. You know, because it's similar to what, frankly, churches do. The big churches do do do. do? Okay, the big churches. You said do do. Yeah. <laughs> things, I am. I am that, not editing that like big that churches do is when you have a thousand people yep. under your umbrella, right? In order to keep them connected to the group, you break them into a smaller group, right?
3: Can we go back for one second? Sure. Because something you said a few minutes ago, I, I've been sitting and stewing on this. Um, we're good. Yeah, we're good. Three fifty nine. Yeah, I know. I, know. Oh, oh, I just
2: okay. Sorry, folks. We're looking at a
3: broken clock. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Aren't we all? Um, when you say you said earlier that 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 um, if they don't want to do you know if your group doesn't want to do the drama if your group doesn't want to do Twilight of the Golds or doubt then don't you've got something else coming up. I call shenanigans on that, Mister. Shenanigans. Okay. And I'll tell you why, because I don't believe any group can truly advance, let alone survive, if everybody isn't putting in just a little bit of time and effort to help. And I can go back as far as when I was with the group originally, and and, and I know exactly when when we did, uh, King and I, uh, many, many, many moons ago, I personally despised the show. I never liked the show. I couldn't... I mean, it just really irritated me. And you know what I did? I auditioned for the show, and I put my best effort into this show because I knew that there was a lot of people that wanted to do King and I. And I had no problem... I mean, okay, yeah, I probably was backstage complaining and grossing. (laughs) Uh, but, uh, But the bottom line was I still did it i still supported uh and had i not auditioned i know i would have been because you know i'm great with set construction i would have i would have helped with set. i would have done <laughs> bob's just trying to hold that in um because you can't a group cannot survive by saying i don't want to do that so i'm walking away from this one unless of course you're burned out i mean i know there's levels and and stuff as well you know if you've been do if you've done every show for the last four years in some way shape or form you want to take a break you take a break
1: or just buy a ticket. Okay, that's where I was going to get. Yeah,
3: what, or buy What, a what ticket. do you call support? Because
2: I'm going to tell you right now, I should say tell you right now, there are a lot of shows that I've supported only because I bought a ticket, usually mm-hmm. because I wasn't cast or something, some ridiculous reason. Terrible mistake. <laughs> <laughs> Almost
0: they always. burned down three um, houses because of it. I'm just kidding. But kidding, the
2: kidding. Um, Because I think, yeah, I would still see a show whether whether I was in it or not. hmm but I would also say, but okay, I can remember a time when players literally had 100 members. Well, sure. There, 100 members working on a small show like Doubt would be problematic. But if they all showed
3: up, uh-huh. mm-hmm. then,
2: I'm, then I'm happy with them.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, so that's, that's where I was getting to the point of maybe breaking into smaller groups. Um,
3: but when that, you already have a small group. That's where we are currently. I'm just saying, if you're if you are out there and you're a small group, this might not work. Yes. for you. So, so I think your point is well taken. You know, I I hear you, I understand that. And I, I did not. I and I apologize. I did not mean to use the word shenanigans. Harsh. <laughs> I think
2: that's a fabulous
3: word. You <laughs> used the S word in my
0: presence. I dare not.
1: That's a that's a strong that's accusation. A strong is, error, is, Mr. Is Perchett Dave direct?
3: Is Dave directing anything? Because I think just, I just ruined any chance no. at this. Point.
0: No. Nobody was going to buy a ticket. <laughs> Forget going, that. I was gonna buy a ticket to your next show, but I don't
2: uh, know. Yeah, but yeah, but yeah, if you brought yeah, up yeah. like burnout and stuff, then you see I think under your I'll call shenanigans on you, but under <laughs> your on your concept, burnout's not allowed.
0: Hmm. That's
3: true.
2: Yeah. Because they gotta help support every show. So I say as long as supporting the show means
3: at least buying buying a ticket. a ticket. Okay. So so we're just partially shenaniganing it. Okay. Okay. It's semantics. That's to. Oh, it comes just down, You just see the look he just gave me, folks. <laughs> <laughs> I, tell you. Oh, I tell you, horrible. Uh, but no, just I, but, I, but shocked. I, but Episode thirty-three. We're all going. Yeah. Down. So I,
2: I think. <laughs> going down. So from players trying to find our own brand, um, I, I think it is going to be tough. But I think it's a conversation we have to have, and is frankly, it's a conversation I think I'm going to encourage everybody out there from other groups that may be listening. I think if you haven't had it, start to have that conversation especially if you're looking at dwindling audiences, you're looking at dwindling support, which Mm -hmm. I believe thanks to COVID. I know everything gets blamed on COVID, but the reality is that was was a huge hiccup for the world. You know, it was, it was, was, if I go to the Marvel universe, it was our blip. It was our blip. um, Because all of a sudden nobody was doing anything. And it's like, oh, you know, shows do take up a lot of time. I'm kind of like seeing my family in the evenings. Mm -hmm.
0: Sleeping.
2: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> sleeping at night <laughs> i just love waking it. up refreshed in
1: the morning i know but not, I, not I, having to remember someone else's lines i will tell you <laughs> any group out there what whether it's whatever it is you do you you have to to advance into the 21st century yes um digital social media all of that is the way to go yes um if you don't jump on that bandwagon you're gonna get left can
2: behind. I, can i can i call shenanigans on that oh yeah go ahead Not necessarily shenanigans on it. I've had a 180 about our website and about any website. Um, Website, I just think the problem with the website today is that it's static. You know, it's not where you put changing information. That's what you put Facebook and stuff. I'm going to, I think I'm rethinking that. Website needs to be driving your traffic. And as as we've talked in players, you know, that's where all our ticket sales are going through now. Mm-hmm. You know, you're buying your tickets on the web, maybe at the door, but you're buying it on the web, which is which is something I think virtually every group is doing. If you're yeah. still, unless you're looking just for the grandmas and the grandpas, um, you know, you're trying to reach a wider audience, you're doing it on the website. So the website now is really your main digital piece of marketing. Facebook, Instagram, this is an interesting concept, James. Facebook, Instagram, all those others, the only people you get on those are your loyal supporters anyway, because they have to actively choose to follow you oh. so the people you're talking to on facebook instagram all of that are yours already already your supporters mm-hmm. so what the person i was listening to in this particular case was saying is build your community with them keep them involved get you know that's how you kind of make them feel part of the part of the, the group um but it's that website is where you kinda need to be always looking a little fresh and a little updated and and things are happening there. And frankly, some of our website design, and I've I've done the website design, Bob's done it too. Um, I think folks, I look at a lot of your websites, I look at ours, and it's like, ah, we're not doing it right. Mm -hmm. Um, It's the kinda thing. We do. We all do a pretty good job of putting our logo on there somewhere. So when you get to that website, you know it's a Monroe Community Players website. But the next thing a person should see is, what do you think? If I listen to these branding and marketing people,
0: how to order tickets? Bingo. Anytime you're on the web, you should take no more than two clicks. Yep. Before you make a sale.
2: Yep. So it's so, and we l- read left to right. So left side is little logo. Minor community players. They know their right spot when they turn left. Onto buy well. here.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Show tickets now. Hmm. Buy your tickets here. Click and it takes it to them. They. Because they're likely already looking for you. Right. They don't need to read everything else below there. However, what you want the other stuff below there for is for the people who are saying, gosh, I wonder if there is a production of You're a Good Man Charlie Brown this week somewhere. And they're doing some search there. Or what is the local theater group? Mm-hmm. Um, so, so, But you, you want that ticket thing much more prominently displayed. And it's something that I haven't gotten to, but I, I want to make sure our ticket... Right now... Auditions are. I've been following the policy of, well, what's the next thing coming up? The next thing coming up is auditions. Auditions are great, but I want them to buy tickets for a show that that's coming up too. Mm-hmm. They need to see that ticket order. Um, so it's almost like you want the audition information, and then we maybe want to tease them with, you know, which we do have how to audition on there, for example. Mm-hmm. Um, but maybe we want to say, here are the five top tips for auditioning. Click here to fill out the form and come to our next set of auditions.
0: I also think maybe focusing on just the next show is a mistake. Mm-hmm. I think it should, the intention should go to what are you betting the most money on? So to me, that's Charlie Brown. In our case, which I'm saying not saying that we're doing <laughs> because we get into legal trouble, but put our money... The group's money and effort and energy into what we think is going to make the most money for the effort we found that worked out with for mcp it worked out very well with the dinner theater murder mystery you can't do them because we want to keep them okay that went over like a lead balloon
3: (laughs) well can i can i (laughs)
1: Yes, you,
0: and can, I, you can edit that entire thing out. <laughs> yes. yes, you can. And no, I no, no. will I, listen
3: for it. I, <laughs> I, I, I just want to say on that, I think um, I, I understand what you're saying. And and I and you definitely have a point there. But at the same time, you might miss by doing it that way. Every time you might miss out on opportunities. If we focus like if, 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 a, if a group, Where to say, okay, uh, at the end of the year, we're doing, um, uh, let's say we're doing rent. Okay, let's make sure we're all focused heading into that direction for rent. You got to be careful not just give that same support to shows like... Like, uh,
0: Snick and Old Lace.
3: well, I don't want to even say that, that, well, yeah, that, that, or Twilight uh, of the Golds or, of or, or gods of yeah. carnage or something that could bring in just as much money, but with a different crowd. Well, I think it, if you focus on the large music
0: musical at the end, let's just use that as an example, mm-hmm. you are going to be people who are going to see that hopefully early enough, a year out before production. Mm-hmm. So, so I want to become involved with the group. So I'll come to meetings, get my face known so I can get my kid or myself as a lead, but they'll know their I, face. I, I have to politely disagree. I, I don't
2: think anybody who's interested in being a lead in a musical is, has one bit is looking one, one bit at, at doing a drama. I, I personally think it's two different personality types, ourselves excluded. <laughs> <laughs> well but, but but no i, I see, mean because
0: I, I like to do dramas i like to do musical i mean but if you're a, we're a the brand same new, new person thing. and you wanted to be charlie brown
1: they, they want to be charlie brown they're just going to show up to be charlie brown and then they're going to leave in rent it's a new version brian sorry oh, yeah. we'll, we'll talk about that next episode <laughs> there you go <laughs> um but but
3: but, but yeah i
2: because th- i think that's one of the things when we talk about how how are we Branding ourselves and saying, "What what do they get out of us?" Because you know, how do we fit into their story? I I don't think s- people think that long term anymore. In terms of okay, I'm I need to build myself with the group. I need to build my capital with the group. I I, de- I think that's a skill that's
3: lost. It's instant gratification. Everything and is instant. So gratification. many
2: people these days. It's like okay, obviously I am um, Charlie Brown. I'm so I don't know up. why they would not recognize that at auditions and cast me even though i've never stepped foot on stage in my life and i get horrible horrible stage fright whenever i have to have a public speaking in front of somebody and the cat left
3: good grief yeah
2: but no i mean i i i'm with brian i i think there's so much instant gratification in this world that uh prove me wrong people (laughs) Um, yeah, pe- right. People aren't really about building, and that's the other thing. It's, it's, it's. When I think the message I heard on a lot of this branding stuff was, it, it no one is asking what can I do for your group. Mm-hmm. What can they do? It's for what me? can that group do for me. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, and it, you know that's heck, that's not a new idea. JFK was trying to get that across back in the you know. Back yeah in the in early 60s before I, think, I was
1: born i think that that i wasn't even a glint in the eye anyways um <laughs> happy birthday thank you uh, but i think that also ties into that belief that some people have in some groups and some at ours that we need to reach out to lapsed members and say come back oh. and i they don't think so yeah. exactly they left for yeah. a reason right and i to me it, it's not you know oh how can we win you back no here's what we're going to do whether you're interested you know you have to be we paid. would
0: welcome you back well, right no one's right no one's dissing you right
1: Right. but well this is it, it it's kind of like with our mailing
2: list i used to get upset yeah. every time i saw oh, someone someone pulled out of our mailing list and then the obvious was you know, brought up to me in one of these other podcasts you don't care about people who who un, unsubscribe to your mailing list you weren't selling them a ticket anyway mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. The reality is, they unsubscribe for a reason. It's the the other four hundred people problem. who are sticking with the emails yep. and stop being afraid to email to them. You know, we're getting a little into marketing here, not so much branding, because if they'll unsubscribe themselves, yep. So don't what,
0: make more mo- work for yourself.
2: Right. If if they if they go away, fine. They're gone. They made a decision, let them go. And I think that's something that we tend to do, and I imagine it happens in every other group too. Prove me wrong, folks. We focus so much sometimes on who we disappointed that we aren't looking at the 20 or 30 other people that we pleased. Yep. Um, Ron knows this from working with the Walt Disney Company, but they don't even care about you. If you, um, you know, when they do their customer surveys, if you rated them low, four or five out of thing, they don't care. They want to know how can they build on the ones that rated you one or two. How can you make that experience even better because those are the people they want. Well,
1: mm-hmm. And it goes to a, a not necessarily a That's modern, why they have a
2: cult following
1: today. But there's a, a managerial style where you tend to – we always try to look at our the weakest employees, and that's what we should focus on. Now, there's the other strategy is you look at your strongest people, and you continue to work with them and work on their strengths. Don't try to bring up the lower half right you work at the top half and you continue to solidify that and i think that that's to that to that point you look at the people who are already pleased and happy with you yep. keep them happy keep them happy
2: yep. Ple- please those those folks because they're the ones who are going to go out and sing your praises mm-hmm. and you know you want to create raving fanatics um... as i think tom peters uh... one of the business gurus would say create raving fanatics maybe it's ken blanchard i don't know <laughs> those are real names you can go look them up (laughs) they're still active um but yeah if you can you could and and frankly it's something the walt disney company has done um you know i say cult following heck they're their own religion yes they are (laughs) there are people out there in california right now at a conference that's all about disney it's a giant advertisement for disney and they're loving it. They're drinking the Kool-Aid. They've drank yep. it
1: or the Flavor Aid, whichever
2: the case. Is. The
0: Seventy-five dollars for a churro.
2: <laughs> See, Bob needs to go to a football game. Yes, he does. he'll understand that Disney prices are actually quite reasonable. They are, <laughs> they are.
0: seven dollars for a hot dog. Here How you go. much did you want <laughs> for a bowl of tricks? And I'll tell
2: you, it's not even a good hot dog. No, it's not. And you no, know.
0: the hot dog was so good. In the world.
2: <laughs> yeah. that's the difference, though
0: well by the time we actually got the hot dog it could have been a piece of calf meat <laughs> i don't know anyways no don't right. sue
2: please do more sue. on that go to my blog <laughs> <laughs> grumpy old men at walt disney world at com. <laughs> we
0: really should do that because my god when i see the people that <sighs> do do the disney ones it's like seriously right, and but wouldn't it be great to have
2: at the beginning of the year the mineral community players fest and here's all the there stuff that we're going to do yeah, or maybe might do. Here's a vanilla possibly cupcake. Possibly we'll do
0: someday. We're going to put a dot of
1: chocolate buy, on buy, the top of it. Buy today. some of
2: our cupcakes for ten dollars. Hmm. That right. that should be our goal. Yeah. How how can we fanfare starts and MC's Brian for Ross to announce what we, he's going to be doing this next season. You know? Another thing we I actually discussed yeah, I'm kind of digging that idea now that I think about it.
0: MC merchandise. Fest. By that I mean popcorn, candy bars, that sort of thing, because. With the movies, ninety percent of their profit is all the merchandise and food. Yep. So maybe since we have our own space, we should look into a we sc- counter. I agree. But
2: there aren't enough cupcakes in the world. <laughs> when when you look at our amount amount that we have to raise, it certainly should be part of our, our strategy though. And, and fifty
0: bucks is fifty bucks. Yeah, exactly. For a cupcake? Or something uh, that you can unwrinkle slowly while prosperous. I'm thinking eats.
2: marshmallows and Twinkies. <laughs> and, we, and we unwrap them. There you go. Uh, <laughs> the uh, Savannah Bananas. Yes. Baseball. Team. Yes. Um, they they are making inroads in uh, minor league baseball uh, because and Ron's just should be so pleased that I just know well he's grinning. he got excited food. as oh, soon as you I said yeah, it he mean, they have the done things home. that I think we should try too um, in fact I think we're, we're even talking about it for our next show Blythe Spirit as including for example dessert and coffee with your ticket because what they have is an all inclusive ticket or at least they used to so you pay twenty bucks took care of your parking took care of your you got some concessions and entertainment in the in the stands boom and you had a great night out of baseball baseball was secondary Mm -hmm. um i don't think we go that far because we do want them to see the play (laughs) um but but you know are there things that we can do to add value to the ticket that are relatively inexpensive for us i'm not a fan of popcorn during the play because unlike the movies we can't turn the volume up but, but there are I think there are things that we could include in the ticket to make it more of a value proposition that won't cost us a lot of money but might bring a few more people in
1: I mean imagine you're doing a show where you have to have a a crowd on stage for twenty five dollars you can be an act too, yep. I mean, you know, think about how cool that would be.
3: Well, look at you know, we I did that. My husband and I did that with um, uh, Witness for the Prosecution. We spent we spent an extra thirty bucks, and guess what? We're on the jury. We're in the middle of the show. Oh, that's how they do it. Yeah. Yeah, you gotta pay. (laughs) <laughs> you got to pay, but I'm yeah. telling you. And it I mean, wasn't, I mean, but again, it was worth the experience. That's not outrageous. And, and that's in London. Right. And, and yeah. that's how I ended up on the West
2: End. Yeah, the West End in London. <laughs> you know, one of the premier theater I districts in the in world, right? And some argue better than <laughs> you wrong.
0: Know,
2: you know, some of the best theater in the world's in the West End. <laughs> yeah. And then there's the show that Brian was in. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think I think I we're running out of bad. time. Yeah. are we running just out? Set of set time? Oh, actually, we've we've
3: gone a little long. We're over an hour.
2: Yeah, so hopefully, hopefully, folks, uh, I, w- I hope you found some use in this. Um, hope I can it, edit it down. Did, it did go in different directions than I was anticipating. Um, we, and community players, have our work cut out for us. I imagine your group does too. And frankly, even if you're not involved in theater right now, I bet you there's a group that you're involved with that could use some um, rethinking on branding. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, there's a lot out there, so. Um, I'd like to thank each and every one of you for listening in. We do appreciate you. We appreciate you all. We even appreciate your reviews and your stars and all those wonderful things you can do. Hey, if you like this webcast, or webcast, what do we call it? Podcast. If you like this podcast, tell one other person. Mm-hmm. And, and share us with them um that would really help us out a lot um and we are of course on spotify apple Podcasts, wherever you listen to us just just help spread the word um check out mineral community players on our facebook pages and our website mineral community players.org more groupies fun eh, and an occasional picture or two on our podcast page at facebook and please email us with your comments and thoughts about this or any other episode at Monroe community players at yahoo.com and be sure to let us know if it's okay to read your email on the air and i know you're all waiting for the question
1: i am <laughs> <laughs> we're all set we're all so, set so
2: so the question i have for this one is uh-huh. what is your brand bvds oh. and you don't have to answer us but i would like it if you did wow. um let us know your brand and i was t- and the other question that i was too afraid to ask is what do you think we community players brand is if you want to let us know please do please do keep it clean because <laughs> I will edit. <laughs> the, the Arts and Business Community Theater has been a production of the Monroe Community Players and was recorded high atop the Benish Building at the Monroe Public Access Cable Television Podcast Studio in beautiful downtown Monroe, Michigan. We are the groupies and we will see you in the green room.
3: Well,
0: goodbye. And don't
3: think it hasn't been a little slice of heaven
2: because it hasn't.
0: Thank you. Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen. There's no business like show business.
1: Oh, in a way we go.
2: Hello again, and welcome to the Art and Business Community Theater, also known as the Monroe Community players Podcast. Featuring the Green Room Groupies. I'm your de facto host, David Warren. Looking around the green room, I see oh,
0: Robert
3: Yeoman. Ron Roberts. The birthday boy, by the way. Aww. Happy birthday. And Brian Burchett, Ross. And, and it's yes, not his birthday. It, it is his birthday. Happy. And, and we're so pleased that he chose to spend it with us. Happy um, birthday. birthday. Oh, please,
2: Brian.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and immediately, Carol turns
0: off the
2: episode.
1: <laughs> uh, along with her
2: other
3: 42 listeners. Yeah, 42 <laughs>
2: So once again, we're here. Um, I uh, this is a little unusual different type of episode because I actually gave the groupies a homework assignment um, since our last episode and wanted to go out to listen to some branding and marketing podcast. Uh, was, and I, I know everybody did that. Um, uh, Ron even brought in <laughs> some notes and I know Bron, uh, Bob and I uh, shared a ride into uh, the podcast today and he told me his thoughts on some of them. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and, and Brian, I hope you did your homework as well. He, he looks right now, folks, like the kid in class that did not finish the assignment. No, he's hoping that no one calls not on to him. to
3: shave the kitty, I, so I did. <laughs> I, I now, I, I, I said in a text to you. <laughs> yes. I, I, I watched some of this stuff, but I felt like Lisa Douglas after, after, uh, 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 what's it Oliver. After Oliver Douglas uh, explained a, a, a brief to her, and she just looks confused. And for those of
2: you folks under 50, that's a reference to the Green Acres television show that that a lot of us uh, enjoyed when we were younger growing we, up. We grew up on, yes. Um, and, and if you haven't checked it out, you should. It really was quite brilliant satire when you get down to it. <laughs> sure. <laughs> but that is for another podcast. Uh, what we are looking at today was branding and marketing um, and how branding is different than marketing and, frankly, why you are doing it wrong and frankly why we are doing it wrong. So I want to put out there right now that for and all the mineral community players who are listening and I know all of you are. <laughs> I am going to say
3: <laughs> thank you Brian.
1: <laughs> it was I was telling I showed him a joke. That's what he was laughing yeah, about. That was
3: it. That was it. As with I saw Ron's birthday suit.
2: Of course this, this is a, is of a course based oh jeez. <laughs> We may have to start over, folks. Um, this Much of what we'll be talking about today is based on our own history with players because you know, I know we all seem very cool, very with it, very all together. Um, but the reality is I think we need to peel back some of that, that uh, veneer now and show you some of, uh, of the issues that we struggle with and what we have done over the years. So to the mineral community players, there may be some things come up that you are not going to like to hear um, because they will strike close to home are things that i think we though as a group will be stronger if we confront ourselves directly and and frankly i think i think this may even though it won't be a controversial in the sense that um some of our previous episodes have been about some of the uh, more philosophical things about why we do theater for our local group here this may be may get a little a uh, little uh, tighter but i think it's for the better of theater everywhere Mm. Um, so theater with an re as we have just explained earlier in episode 14 probably um so branding nothing to do with cattle <laughs> that's for brian's sake do we think there's a difference folks between branding and marketing do we think that we minor community players are doing it right
1: no, we aren't. And I do think there is <laughs> definitely a difference between branding and marketing. Branding is who you are, and marketing is selling who you are. That is the difference. And I think that the first thing that a group of any type needs to come up with is exactly what is your brand. Yep. What will you stand for? What When someone hears the name Monroe Community Players, what's the first thing they think of?
2: Yes. And and frankly, I'm, I'm right with you, Ron. Um, I'm one who... Um, having started to do some research on this subject myself, uh, talking to uh, the, our strategic marketing person at my workplace, um, I've had kind of an epiphany around marketing, which is why I want to talk about, and about branding, um, because it's like, wow. Um, when we talk about protecting the brand, you know, what brand does Mineral Community Players have? Because some of the folks out there will tell you, you can put your brand out there, but you don't completely control your brand. You know, People are going to attach what they see to your name when they see stuff and, and uh, it may not be what you want them to, to think. Thoughts, Bob?
0: I agree. <laughs> I'm sorry, I mean, No, but
1: that's good. I agree. You agree too, Brian? Mm-hmm. <laughs> not not being able to control the brand. I have a little bit of experience with that. Um, in case some of Laura listeners may know, I worked nine and a half years with Walt Disney Company and uh, it was one of our duties that we were tasked with is that if we saw someone using the brand inappropriately, we had to let them know. And I'm talking about anything from mom and pop selling Mickey Mouse on the side of the road to people that had their own personal businesses where they were selling, you know, different things of that nature that had a Disney character. You know, we were bound to report that and there was a hotline that they had lawyers that would, would man that twenty four seven and they would go after everyone. Yeah. So you know, you may think that oh I live in in maybe I can get away with, you know, selling these cardboard Mickey Mouses out of my house. Yeah, you might not, um, and it may not seem like much, but that—that that is brand integrity, and they—they yeah. they de- defend that um, religiously. Right. And, and oh, I'm sorry, Brian.
3: I, I'm just—I have a question about that. Would that include garage sales? If, if if you're selling, if you're like you bought something at Disney World and for for 80 bucks and then resold it for you
1: know. no it's because i mean you've technically you've bought that but this okay. is something where you're using a trademarked item okay to be able to to further yourself or to make money off so of it so that's
2: like okay. if you have a happy birthday sign that you put up on lawns and they happen to be shaped like mickey mouse if it's too close to the actual mickey mouse disney might come after you they'd come after child care centers they'd yep. come after lots of smaller mom and pop operations headstones um, yeah just because it's like no it's the brand can be only used in certain ways. Wow. And, and that is what our uh, person at the college I work for talked about how, um, it was, uh, believe it or not, it was an argu- not an argument, <laughs> a discussion about um, T-shirts. I wanted to sell T-shirts in different colors. And he said, can't, because that's not within the brand. I said, but, but I know the customers want these different colors. He says, yeah, but the brand. And he talked about his goal was really that when people see these this colors, uh, which happen to be red and white, That he wants them to think about our college. And it's like, oh, I get that now. Mm -hmm. Um, Because until you build that kind of brand loyalty, then you can start playing around with the brand more. So, in the case of Mineral Community Players, we have for decades always had kind of this blue and white logo. Mm
3: -hmm.
2: Um, As long as I can remember, it's been, we even jokingly call it Players Blue. But the reality is, back in the 60s, 70s, 80s, at least by the 80s, by the time I started getting down with the group, you could. the players actually, in my opinion, had a strong brand.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Our posters all looked the same. They were blue and white. And when you saw that poster fly around town, um, you knew that was a community players poster because it had this big word players on it mm-hmm. and this certain blue and white. We, over the years, kind of drifted away from that look um, though we, of course we've still dealt with the logo and and then you have to start thinking, you know so but people knew that was players. I think because we've drifted away from a style that may have hurt us over the years. But I think Ron's point is our bigger problem is who we are internally because we are following pretty much the same formula we've followed for nearly the past 75 years. And we recently had to break that mold in order to stay in business because the four shows a year, you know, comedy, drama, and or mystery, musical, it, that just wasn't generating enough revenue, frankly. Mm-hmm. Um, and therefore not enough interest in the group to keep us going because we decided that we should have a place, and of course we can't afford to buy a place, so we are renting a place, um, which means that we have certain expenses every month. Mm-hmm. So that means we had to change our revenue picture. Mm-hmm. Um, but we, I think I'm rambling now, but <laughs> so, so what we have done over the years is we have tweaked a little with our, our so-called brand. Um, so it used to be the players logo was basically a mineral community with the big word players. Um, it was uh, with this kind of swooping Y uh, that was designed by Chuck Williams, who unfortunately passed away at a young age. And when I was came into the group one of the first things i thought was well, players doesn't really say anything what what are players Back well, in the day of course it was theater group everybody knew that but even today if i say he's a player you're not thinking of theater group
3: Mm-mm.
0: and i think that was prevalent back in the day and there's no getting around it because a lot of marriages happened after the <laughs> couple had been in a show together
2: yes Well, and then, Bob, you'll remember, um, we then had some discussions because, you know, after I was told, you know, we aren't going to change it because it was done by Chuck, who was very well-beloved in the group, um, still is, Um, they let emotions get in the way of was this really the best image to be putting forward, what did this work for us, but when I became president, a new board came in and probably another 10 years later said, we need to promote community, Mm -hmm. And so the logo was tweaked, I believe, by Bob. Mm -hmm. Um, So now it was Monroe, very clearly, it's Monroe Community Players with elements of the old logo. Um, So I think we're still honoring Chuck's memory. Um, But we, you know, so we still have that swoop Y, but now it's just Monroe Community Players. But you see the word community in it. So here we are now, another 20 years or so later after that. And I think we are at a point too where again, our situation has changed, everything's changed. You know, we should probably be sitting down and saying, "Who are we? What brand do we want to promote?" Um, to Ron's point, and, and maybe it means redoing everything, including the colors we use. Um, mm-hmm. I was on a national board where we, ch- for years, that group had also happened to use red and blue as their colors. They went to green, and the reason behind green was green symbolizes growth
3: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: you know and maybe if we're talking about these days inclusivity and things like that the issues that we've discussed here in, in this podcast maybe we should have more of a rainbow color scheme maybe we should have something else um, yeah but even the colors that you pick may may say things about you as well you know what how do people feel when they say blue and these are things that I think most theater groups we haven't really considered about um, but I would maintain that your most successful groups um, I bet you they ha- they they probably are spending a lot more time with their brand than most most of our groups are, which are smaller ones. And we tend to promote each show, but we don't spend so much time promoting the brand the of community players.
1: Yeah. Thoughts? I hmm. think well, we you, we have a tendency to let the the uh, product speak. Yes. Which is fine, but well, the bottom line
3: is if you don't have the product to back any of it up. you know you can brand and market all you want but if they show up and the product stinks ultimately
1: it's got to be about the product right right. Right. but i think a strong brand also brings more people in i Mm -hmm. think if Mm -hmm. if there was more of an attachment to that that logo that we use or or the words that we use i think you know that would automatically be like all right well hey players is doing a show we can guarantee that we're going to sell 200 tickets just because of the name now oh hey this is the name of the show they're doing and these are the people that are in it oh my gosh now I have even more reasons to go see it yeah um there did seem to be that sense of community I mean I've been involved in the group now for 30 years and I remember um when I was back in the day
2: we still consider him the new kid
1: on the board <laughs> um, but I, I remember you know you would you would see the season announcement and i would be like all right we're gonna go we know these are the dates we're gonna go and then you'd find out a, Okay, well, I know this person, I know that person. Hey, let me get a hold of this guy. Hey, remember this guy we went to school with or we knew we, this guy from work? He's in a show, we're going to go see him. So you had multiple reasons to go. It wasn't just because I know Bob, I'm going to go see Bob. It was, hey, this is a player's show. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it was that brand recognition. And you know we had no problem you know, getting 200, 250 people to come in to see a drama or see a comedy or a musical when we were at the RRCA. Obviously, times have changed. I understand that. But I do think that sense of community was there before. And, I, you know, and I think the way that society has changed, if you don't adapt to that, you're going to get left behind.
2: And, and I think mm-hmm. it's especially for groups that are of a certain age, like I said, we've been around almost 75 years, continuous operation, uh, you know, forty in this room there's well over two hundred years of experience. <laughs> hey,
0: you're <laughs> well, maybe, losing maybe
2: the audience <laughs> in the room. <laughs> maybe not quite two hundred years, but um but close. <laughs> um but but again it it's it's yeah, and we keep thinking people well people know who players are. And I would say no. Nowadays people don't know who players are. We're just part of the background. Um when Monroe when you know Bill and Marie restarted the group back in forty nine Monroe was a much smaller town, Mm -hmm. and nowadays it's not as small, and it's certainly much more connected to the communities around it. Um, Mm. You know, it used to be when you lived in Monroe, that's everything you did was kind of from Monroe. It was more provincial feel um, from what, and I I can go back to remember that. Mm. Um, But now it's not really that small, so so I think it's more important now for the group and i would say this is true in any community for the group to reassert your brand and say here's why because that's the other thing it's like what problem are we solving for our patrons because it's like why do they want to come to a show mm-hmm. and like i think ron just alluded you certainly have those reasons like well maybe you know somebody in it
0: mm-hmm.
2: well if that's the only way you're getting people to come to see a show you're in that's not a long-term solution mm-hmm. you need new audiences mm-hmm. you know uh, if, if you only come to see a show because your grandkids are in it, for example well then guess what you're only going to be doing shows with a lot of grandkids in it mm-hmm. and and two you know is that really sustainable and is that really what your mission is mm-hmm. um, i would hope that um, a group like players that you know what we want is to be more aspirational than that um i think in fact, I had written down an aspirational brand for us would be professional quality theater at community theater prices. Yeah, You, know, oh, you kind of want to say that you're going to get a show that's going to be just as good as anything you see off-Broadway in New York, but we're not going to charge you 100 bucks to come see it. I mean, if you want to pay $100 to come see
1: us, we, would we love won't that. stop that you. Would yeah, we wonderful. won't stop you at all. Yeah, be
2: wonderful. <laughs> no group in the world would, no. unless their ticket's $200. <laughs> but, but again, you know... Good luck to them if they're getting that much per ticket, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but but that's that's what I think is is, is so to your point you know you got to have the uh, you got to have the quality behind it absolutely and and that's where I think a lot of our groups suffer is how do you maintain that quality of each show
1: um, um, so this will probably be a shock to everybody but I'm going to make a baseball <laughs> reference here. Um, Major League Baseball, out of the four major sports, in my opinion, has right now a brand image, partly because the average age of a viewer or a, of an attendee of a baseball game is 54 and a half years old. Really? Yes. Yeah. That old. That is that is their audience right now. That's not old. Yeah. Well, in, it is in, the, over, in half this, the country is under 50. In brand and marketing, yes, it is. That is what you're out of the demographics. But they have a, they have a brand image issue. I know. It, it I'm hurts. right there with you. It hurts oh, it know, it it hurts, it's, but it, it, it it's honest. a reality. Um I don't it, like
3: this episode so
1: much.
2: <laughs> I'm in my very late
3: fifties. Um
1: Extremely late. <laughs> so you could you could you could. babies do any day. <laughs> <laughs> Ron,
0: please continue. Okay. Thank Sorry, you. Sorry, Ron. You
1: could compare us kind of to Major League Baseball as to whereas our brand right now is how do we grow that brand? How do we get younger, so to speak? Mm-hmm. Um you know, so it, one thing that baseball is doing that a lot of the the old guard does not like is they're coming up with all these innovations of changing the rules, and they're trying to get get things the pace of play, and they want to increase offense and things of that nature because they think that that will get more younger people involved because society doesn't really want to sit around for three and a half hours to watch a game. I don't mind it. I know, Brian, you don't mind it. I love watching right. baseball, but in today's world. Nobody wants to spend three and a half hours to do that. So they have a brand image Um, in comparison to the other major sports. And part of it is, and I don't want to get too far ahead into marketing, but it's how baseball handles their their players. Um, Out of the four, Major League Baseball is probably the most conservative-leaning sport. Um, They don't really have a major presence on um, social media as far as I mean baseball does the teams do actually some of the the team sites are actually quite hilarious on Twitter because they've they turn them they turn them loose and let them go but uh, as far as players however there's not a lot of interaction on social media on Twitter on Facebook on Instagram whereas in the NFL especially in the NBA the players were all over it and Mm -hmm. they engage with their fans Mm -hmm. that way so they get a little bit of buy-in there um but I also think, and you know, this might be another subject again, is that baseball is also ninety-five percent white. Mm-hmm. Um, and so there's that segment of it. You know, how do you how do you grow your your groups? And I know that we looked at that as well. How do you how do you make representation happen in your group? Mm-hmm. But back to the to the to the brand image. Uh, part of the issue that baseball has is. Kids just don't watch. Kids don't play it. It's not cool. Mm-hmm. You know? Where and and that also goes to social media. You know, you can only watch a guy hit a baseball, you know, once or twice and okay, that's really cool. But you can watch some guy, you know, dunk a ball or make this phenomenal catch in football over and over and over again and everybody's just blown away by it. Mm-hmm. Um, and now I've kind of just kind of <laughs> ran off into left you, field here. Right. But it, it becomes an issue Of how do you, you have this, oh, I guess, to full circle, they have this established brand. Baseball's been around for over 150 years. Major League Baseball. Everybody knows what it is, right? Mm -hmm. And it's it's not going to go away unless, you know, an act of God makes it happen. It's not going to go away. It's always going to be there, but it can't grow. It's going to fade. Eventually, yeah, it will. It's going to get to the point where you're not replacing... The next generation of of fans. So once those people, you know, like my grandfather took me to games, my dad took me to games, Mm -hmm. I took my kids to games. Mm -hmm. But eventually, that's going to stop. And the same thing kind of holds true for theater. You can take your kids, you can take your grandkids, or you can go see your kids or your grandkids in theater. But eventually, if that love of that brand is not passed on, eventually you run out of you run out of customers. Right. Which which you dry up. And I think it's not just theater and
2: baseball. It's frankly, everything, I've, I made a comment to Bob earlier, um, every group I belong to seems to be dying. And, and uh, you know, branding, I think, is part of it, is because you know, this fraternal organization, well, that's where the old men go hang out. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the church, well, they, they just, I, I don't even know what's wrong with some <laughs> church issues. Um, but, but you know, it, it's that kind of thing. It's like, um, you know, who, who are you appealing to? Um, but I, I think I maintained that from the podcast and everything I've been listening to that some of those questions we can answer if again we have a stronger sense of our own self you know what do we want to be and as long as we just kind of keep throwing stuff out there um, without kind of guiding saying well is this what the audience we want to bring in is this show appeal to them Uh, maybe that you maybe we are wasting our time Um, on the other hand I think kind of going back to the idea of if if we always are known for a quality product and the audience will trust you, you know they will show up mm-hmm. um, regardless of what it is. You know, but how, we got to get back to where we have that 250 people who are just going to come because Players
0: is doing a show.
1: right? Mm-hmm.
0: Isn't this just remarketing the mission statement? I think mission statement is part of the brand, yes. Because I'm hearing a lot of things that are literally what we discussed when we did mission statement strategic planning that and from the podcast that I listened to that's basically what they did was take an old, older trend and just remarket it as their new idea but it's actually just the same thing that they put out before yeah. and, and where, where what I've been listening to and, and, and reading about is or
2: I think the difference comes in between a, a mission statement you know, the mission statement is why you do something, but the brand is what you are known for actually doing. Mm-hmm. So the brand is more f- outward facing, whereas the mission statement is more inward facing. But if you don't, if you can't consolidate what you do in one sentence, how are you ever going to communicate that out? Um, you know, so we put on shows. Okay, that's great. Um, and we can brand around, you know, we put on theater but is that gonna draw on the audience? And I think to me, the, the revelation that I really hadn't thought about was, is what problem do we solve for somebody? You know, if we think of everybody having a story and remembering that you know, we're actors, we should understand this, everyone's a star of their own story.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: How do we fit into their story? We, I think we can tend to worry more about how do they fit into our story. So we keep looking about what do we need, but we need to think more about what do they need, and now we can create a strategic plan that will help draw them in and again be true to our brand. Because um, right now, I think if I go ask, if we go out and ask somebody, have you heard of Mineral Community Players? I'm afraid the answer is going to be no.
0: Mm-hmm. They're going to know the building, which is the RRCA. If that,
2: I, I mean, I and I don't want to disparage any other group or oh anything. no 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 right. but but i'm, I'm just saying there, there. there's a lot of groups out there doing theater some that we may have groups in our own community we don't even know about mm-hmm. um you know at this moment we may be the fun people who do shows over at carl's hideaway in idaho right because <laughs> oh, that's the okay. last thing we, we did Yep. Yeah. there's a group of people that that's the only thing they know we do yeah. Um, because I, I'm sure some of them showed up and they never stepped put into uh, uh, you know one of our dramas yep okay I'm just thinking you know
3: but on the other end of that or on on the flip side of that the last two dramas that we did doubt and Twilight of the Golds brought in audiences we never had so what's that?
2: That, and some that we never had before, right? And sponsorships, which we never and had sponsorships
3: before. we had never had before. So, and and you're right. It all it all connects together with that. What what do they need? And maybe they need, maybe they want and or need more of that something that's a little bit more up to date and a little bit more. Uh, that can touch them in some Something way that, that reaches out their to them. story
0: right, mm-hmm. or enhances their own yes. story, exactly
3: and arsenic and old lace and and all that just ain't doing it anymore well and i agree with that but on the other hand i think there's still room for that too okay
2: but i think so so if we were to broaden this out to other theater groups you know like say when i look out to other theater groups i think when it, when i wanted to kind of just do the side branding and marketing and you're doing it wrong is what I see is they basically do the same kind of shotgun approach. They, they may be stronger in their brand. Um, for example, we use Croswell over in Adrian as a, an example. You know you're going to see a good show.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: You know it's... Mm. You know... <laughs> you know. <laughs> yes. 9 i am the average.
3: Um, you also know it's going to be a musical. Yep. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. They don't do anything but musicals, do they? No.
0: Every now and then
3: but it's it's rare.
0: They do staged readings at uh, Farver's, the bar that's attached to the theater. Mm-hmm. And I want to say like skits, not full-blown theater on the main stage.
3: Noises off or anything like no, that. No, nothing like
0: do. nothing like
3: that. And they do that'd be a great stage to do. Noises off. Oh my
0: course. gosh, I'm sure they did it years ago.
3: Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, I think I saw Noises Off at the Croswell. Yeah.
3: yeah. I don't think that would be one of those that should. Um,
2: yeah, definitely.
3: Yes. Mm-hmm.
2: Um, but that, but lately, but for, they seem to have moved almost exclusively to um, musicals these days. Um, but groups like the Toledo Rep or um, Down River Actors Guild, Southgate, Warren, you know, they are, they operate more like we do. It's like a mixed bag of different type of shows, mm-hmm. which I'm not saying is is bad. Mm-hmm. But I'm just saying is that w- when we think about who do we want to come to these shows so in our case we, we're looking to build a brand of saying you're going to see a good show but then you got to market each individual show as well and then I think where things also get into problem is we need our brand message not to just say you're going to see a good show we also need a brand message that says you want to be part of us mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. like any other volunteer group we depend on people coming in Mm -hmm. that one's a little easier to i think to speak to because we say how do we speak to your story you might be able to be the star of a show
0: you might and they will think they are the star social (laughs) social card of you know we we keep the drama on stage
1: well (laughs) i can't i can't well some people
2: some people like the the other drama too
1: (laughs) but doesn't that all tie into your brand though because again it goes back to are we (coughs) are we a good place to do a show right and if we are trying to tell a story or solve someone's problem then that gives them the avenue of well you know what i can do this or what about this why don't you guys try to do this well come on on and show us
2: yeah Mm-hmm.
1: but to bob's point you know I, I think that that
2: kind of works to me as a tagline uh, you know come i mean open auditions we keep the drama on
1: stage i like that actually yeah.
0: mm-hmm. it's copyrighted
1: <laughs> <laughs> let it be known on this date september 12th yep. <laughs> at 3 p.m robert yeoman Copyright. takes ownership of that line
0: <laughs> and i want to be paid in tricks rabbits
3: food Yes. i thought it would have been a fruit loop i, I did fruit too loops. i was disappointed.
2: And, there's no fruit by themselves. the way speaking of fruit loops wait, to go back to what two episodes ago one two episode, episode two, two episodes ago. um just to, to, to i forgot robert you were to, i'm you were totally vindicated in my eyes about the smell of fruit loop because i forgot one of their taglines is and it, they're just brought back follow your nose yep,
3: yep. yes yep yes yep it was about
1: the smell
2: Bob yeah. was Bob. Once again, Bob was right.
1: Yep. Let it be known on September twelfth at three forty-five p.m. <laughs> that Dave has told Bob he is right. Won't happen again. <laughs>
2: well, not in well, a century. An- another another, <laughs> another ten years. <laughs> maybe, <laughs> if we're both still around. There you go. <laughs> There's the um, So, so I think that, but that that does become a, a, a. I don't know where I was going. So never mind.
0: Well, it could also be for our group. We do social issues. Like we, uh, the Amish Project, or...
2: Which we have not done, and we do not have the rights. Please don't sue us for mentioning it.
0: We're mentioning <laughs> it. We're, but, pu- we're publicizing it. We, we will do the hard dramas. Ben- Absolutely. Another one I'm looking at right now is a Bench in the Sun. Mm. Again, a s- serious play, but with comedic elements. Yep. Yeah.
2: Well, and and frankly, we've got playwrights, more playwrights lined up who want to have us perform their plays, then we can handle right now, too. You know, we do new works,
3: mm-hmm. which is mm-hmm. something not every group will do. And I, I I think that's a nice way to go with this yeah. Yeah, as well. You're going to uh, bring more people in. So,
0: Especially with musicals being, you know, thirty grand to put on. Yeah. yeah. So, and, and
2: again, and if we would all, you know, we talk about musicals enough here, we'd all love to get back to being able to do musicals, for example. Um, but but I think, too, another thing that the group has our group and every other group has to consider is what audience are you trying to um, attract. For example, we have people, and this is where it gets into some things that people may not like to hear, who are who really are still thinking that ways of promotion that used to work in the 80s and 90s still work today. Right. I personally see no use for flyers except on a very limited basis. Around, very limited Around the space that maybe you're performing at, if mm-hmm. you haven't had some place where people walk by. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's like, I'm not even sure if, if there are places to put up posters anymore, if those are the people we want to attract.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: For example, if we're doing hard dramas and stuff and, and social issues, is that, you know, where can you put them up that those people maybe hang out? Maybe it's the libraries. Mm hmm. Um, because because I would think that we 're looking now for an audience that wants to be pushed mm-hmm. you know that they want to be shown that they are not that they're not always writing their thinking they want to think new things they want yep. to explore different ideas
3: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: which sounds to me like just the kind of audience we 'd like to have so now the question is if we're, if we 're moving from branding to marketing, once we 've convinced them we do that, where are they mm-hmm. you know and does that mean maybe we find them at the museum maybe we find them at the battlefield maybe we find them at the um, libraries but chances are we're not necessarily and this is a stereotype we're not going to find them at Walmart right Mm -hmm. you know I don't think I think we have to be more targeted in our advertising than you used to have to be in the past, mm-hmm. because if you just kind of put it out, thinking that everybody of course is going to want to come see it because it's a player show mm-hmm. that that's a false assumption.
3: well sure when when we did uh, when we did Twilight of the Golds and and uh, you know Bob did the amazing uh, poster for that uh, and and we had it flying around on the internet. I put it in three different uh, LGBTQ um, websites or, or Facebook pages, and there were people that came because they saw that. But we, I targeted especially. Embrace was one of them, um, and there were a couple more that I that I just and I sent it once a week. Here it comes. Here it comes. Here it comes. And uh, you know, and those and the people showed up. So I yes, you're correct. It, depending on what the show is, you've got to. Target that audience, and I think Bob's right too. Well, or whoever said it, people want to be pushed now. People mm-hmm. want to. That's why Some I. Some
1: people do.
3: Yeah, the um
1: with consent, they want to be pushed. Yeah, I'm sorry, it's probably not an appropriate joke, but hey,
3: <laughs> I haven't been here for two
1: episodes, so I got to. That's <laughs> true,
3: and this is birthday, so let's <laughs> get them. That, that go. was my one. There. We'll give it to you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Um, I a show that that we've been bantering back and forth not saying we're doing it in any way shape or form but one that we've been bantering back and forth can i say that yeah okay I, I never know where that rule um is god of carnage which i still hold is although funny and dark is so meaningful still to this day yeah with with what it's saying um and you know i think it's a push the envelope type of uh a show well and and and
2: I'll, i will tell you right now i know of at least two people in our group that will tell you that's not a player's kind of show but again they're thinking of an older players well sure and a different necessarily you know the just because it wasn't a player's kind of show doesn't mean it shouldn't be a player's type of show. Do you think... I would keep using my hands as if people... I, know, I can see that. I
3: know, I feel like my oh, kitten. I'm just watching
2: yeah. you back and forth. Um, <laughs> and one of the new playwrights I was talking to, by the way, he used one, he says, I don't know if players want to do it because he, the, the script drops the F-bomb quite a bit. In fact, one of the things he did... <laughs> we'll see how many of those he could fit into the script. The script itself oh, is that's pretty... Just, yeah, the script itself is pretty good. I thought I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the concept and everything. Mm-hmm. Um But it's like, well, I'm not even sure the F-bomb has any weight anymore because mm-hmm. we hear it so many places.
1: You know, now it's interesting that you say Though that. I'm, not, I'm obviously call, using a euphemism for euphemism, 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 euphemism is, um, uh, is that that's not a player's show or to something to that effect. How did that... Get into the uh, community lexicon that that's not a player show because I've heard that from a lot of people. Yeah, no, and it's interesting when, to but, me. But that goes to the point about we have a brand right. out there whether we like it or not, right? And we don't control that part of it. So there are people out there that think that we won't do certain things, mm-hmm. and I find that interesting to me because there are players that that push that concept, and I get that. And I distinctly remember a conversation that you and I had last June where mm-hmm. a, where. A, where Brian. where a comment was made oh you can't do that show Mm -hmm. and i pulled you aside and i said yes we will Mm -hmm. yes we will if you get the funding by god we will do that show and we did Mm -hmm. and it was successful and i think we made an impact in the community
3: well and that's why i was i was gonna uh, when when david said that about the the you know that's not a player's show um and and yeah if i had if i had walked in on a players meeting in 1997 98 even 2003 anywhere in that and said here's twilight of the golds i'm going to raise the money let's do it how many people would have sat there and went we cannot do that it's not a player show it's not a wholesome entertaining i don't i don't even know what they think but Uh, you're starting to get me all warmed up here now um didn't have well and but i'll go back further even that's
1: true
3: i thought we should do crimes of the heart Mm. yeah
1: i remember
2: that that. and we did it in petersburg of all places small town Mm -hmm. um went over pretty well we had a nice little audience for that Mm -hmm. for for our size project monroe it's like we can't do that show in monroe it's not a monroe it's not a it's not a show for monroe you know it's going to be a Major movie in a couple of years, but it's not a show for Monroe. <laughs>
0: well, the same thing with the producers. Well,
2: and I'll tell you, the, you know the reason? Hmm. Because it had a suicide mentioned in it. Well, not <sighs> 10, 15 years later, we're doing Night Mother,
3: mm-hmm. which
2: is all about suicide. suicide. Yeah. yeah, you know, no ifs, ands, or buts. It's not just a mention. It's that you know, so so things change over over time, mm-hmm. but it takes some time. Mm-hmm. um to get your own membership and that's the difference you know as we talked a couple of ep- or last episode thing about different types of groups if you're a membership driven group
3: mm-hmm.
2: you, you may have some more persuading to do to get the membership go with you than a board driven group which is a smaller group of people but i think community players at least in our town we're at a place now
3: where we can do whatever we want mm-hmm. absolutely
1: yep
3: we're looking to fill you know 12 shows a year but we still have one little problem Right. we've still got those that are living in 1950 60 70 and 80 who still refuse to believe that we can do anything that isn't king and i and sorry annie and oklahoma i mean that's well, it's, but again but it's not the world it's not the world we live in anymore there may
2: be certain shows that certain people just don't want to do then don't do them but they should still support the group
3: absolutely and that's
2: like I say, we we can give people choices, and that may be how we fit into their story. You don't like doing doubt? Fine. Mm-hmm. Here comes uh, we haven't done a nice little comedy in a while, but you know, here comes our right. snake and old lace. Right. Um, so you can do that. Yeah. You know. So so maybe our tagline is more along like you know, theater for everybody.
1: Well, now I would say about that though is in the way that society has become. To me, it seems like you have to find where you fit in. And it seems if if there's a brand or something where they try to be something for everyone, you're going to fail. There's very few things in this world that everybody can agree upon. Oh, yeah, that's a great, I like that. Or, I mean, for the longest time, Disney was that. Not anymore. (laughs) They are no longer something that everyone looks to as a good source of entertainment Until so me bring
3: back the people mover
1: well there you go and that's exactly Disney what i was life. talking about um i saw so, you talking
3: about twerking she-hulk but
1: that's okay well,
3: she-hulk's uh, always she-hulk
1: so uh,
0: cartoon is a cartoon is a cartoon
1: on the offside of that i think if you find your niche and you do something well that's what you shoot for. I'll use, and this thought, I thought to this This in my head the other just a few minutes ago, how is it that like RC Cola and these places can still operate in a world of Coke and Pepsi? I don't know. It's I don't either. Be tough. Right? But they do. It's because they found their market share. They know they're not going to grow it. And maybe this is countered intuitive to what i'm trying to say but they know what they're able to do they have their market share that's what they shoot for they don't try to ruffle Mm -hmm. yeah i'm gonna stop right now but i guess my point is find what you do well say it's drama say we do heavy dramas or we do comedies well that's what art we focus on and i know the musicals are what everybody loves and everybody gets excited about but you know what Mm, maybe we just don't do them Mm -hmm. because from you know and i've said this i have told you guys this and you've all seen it when you've gone to act fest from a talent level we are right there with everybody else in this state Mm -hmm. we have the talent Mm -hmm. we have the ability to do it we do things well and instead of you know trying to be well-rounded and do a little bit of this a little bit of that we focus on the dramas the comedies you know the farces the satires and that's what we do Mm -hmm. and and then that's our brand yeah and frankly Mm
0: -hmm. Me, personally, I could live in a group of like that.
1: Me, too. Um,
0: well, block. also, in that group also, you could put in musical reviews, which you get from MTI and stuff, which are less money significantly. Right. Mm-hmm. So the people that want to be in a musical can still be in one. I'm not saying, you know, it's an alternative than well, a musical. I think you got to go back
2: to look, is someone else in the... Someone else filling that need yep. in the community. Oh, yeah. So, for example, the River Raisin Center for the Arts is just Cast lot. Mm-hmm. Okay, they're, they're doing it. Bedford um, is doing Godspell. Yeah. Bedford Schools is doing Matilda. Yeah. Okay. But no one else is doing um, something like Blythe Spirit in, in the county. Um, which, of course, though it's an old show, when you get down to it, it's a very dark show. Oh yes, mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> it is a very dark show.
2: You know, you can't have a show with ghosts without having why they're ghosts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Although but still a very Casper.
0: funny show. They never explained Casper. They did it
2: in the movie, and was kind of oh. it was, I think that's dark. why I failed. It was kind oh. of gruesome. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, uh, but the so so yeah so maybe that's thing. And I had this idea because when I, uh, we talk about doing some of the Reader's Theater stuff, for example. Um, which which my thinking was like well, we do a month of you know our big show the heavy drama or whatever and then we do a quick reader's theater then we do another comedy you know do sure. an alternating kind of thing is maybe we as a group should stop thinking of ourselves as players one giant one homo- homogenous group but start saying okay here's the reader's theater guild yep. of the mural community players here's the drama guild of the mural community players here's the comedy guild and it's like, okay, Comedy Guild, it's your turn to do a show. What are you doing? Mm-hmm. You Because know, it's similar to what, frankly, churches do. The big churches do do. Do, do? Okay. The big churches. You said do do. Yeah. <laughs> things, I am, I am that, not editing that Like big that churches do is when you have 1,000 people yep. under your umbrella, right? in order to keep them connected to the group, you break them into a smaller group.
3: Right. Can we go back for one second? Sure. Because something you said a few minutes ago, I, I've been sitting and stewing on this um we're good yeah we're good 359 yeah, i know, I, know. Oh, I just okay sorry
2: folks we're looking at a broken clock <laughs>
3: Yes. <laughs> aren't we all um when you say you said earlier that 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 um if they don't want to do you know if your group doesn't want to do the drama if your group doesn't want to do twilight of the golds or doubt then don't you've got something else coming up i call shenanigans on that mr shenanigans okay and I'll tell you why, because I don't believe any group can truly advance, let alone survive, if everybody isn't putting in just a little bit of time and effort to help. And I can go back as far as when I was with the group originally. And and, and I know exactly when when we did, uh, King and I, uh, many, many, many moons ago, I Personally, despise the show i never liked the show i couldn't i mean it just really irritated me and you know what i did i auditioned for the show and i put my best effort into this show because i knew that there was a lot of people that wanted to do king and i and i had no problem i mean i okay yeah i probably was backstage complaining and grossing <laughs> uh, but uh but the bottom line was i still did it i still supported uh and had i not auditioned i know i would have been because you know i'm great with set construction i would have i would have helped with set. i would have done <laughs> bob's just trying to hold that in um because you can't a group cannot survive by saying, I don't want to do that, so I'm walking away from this one unless of course you're burned out. I mean I know there's levels and, and stuff as well. You know, if you've been do if you've done every show for the last four years in some way, shape or form you want to take a break, you take a break.
1: Or just buy a ticket
2: okay that's where i was going to get yeah what, or what, what do you call support because i'm going to tell you right now i should say tell you right now there are a lot of shows that i've supported only because i bought a ticket usually mm-hmm. because i wasn't cast or something some ridiculous reason terrible mistake <laughs> Almost they always. burned down three um, houses because of it i'm just kidding but kidding, the kidding. um because i think yeah i would still see a show whether whether i was in it or not hmm but I would also say, but okay, I can remember a time when players literally had 100 members. Well, sure. There, 100 members working on a small show like Doubt would be problematic. But if they all showed up,
3: uh-huh. mm-hmm. then,
2: I'm, then I'm happy with them.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, so that's, that's where I was getting to the point of maybe breaking into smaller groups. Um,
3: but when but you already that, have a small group. That's
2: where we are currently.
3: I'm just saying, if you're if you are out there and you're a small group, this might not work. Yes. for you. So, so I think your point is well taken. You know, I I hear you. I understand that. And I, I did not. I and I apologize. Sorry, did not mean to use the word shenanigans. Harsh <laughs> I think that's a
0: fabulous <laughs> word.
2: <laughs> to
3: Use the S word in my presence. I
2: dare
0: not.
3: That's a that's a strong <laughs> that's accusation. there, Mr. Is, Mr. is Dave Ross. direct? Is Dave directing anything? Because I think I just ruined any chance no. at this point.
0: No. Nobody was going to buy a ticket. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I forget going, that i was gonna buy a ticket to your next show but I don't uh, know. Yeah, but, yeah, but if yeah, you yeah, brought yeah, up yeah, like yeah. burnout and stuff then you see i think under your i'll call shenanigans on you but under <laughs> your, on your concept burnout's not allowed
0: hmm. that's true
2: yeah because they got to help support every show so i say as long as supporting the show means at least buying, buying a, ticket.
3: a ticket okay so so we're just partially shenaniganing it okay
1: okay it's semantics. That's where I oh, it it's comes down to. Just
3: look, he just gave me, folks. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, oh, horrible. I tell horrible. Um, but no, just I, but, I, but shocked. I, but Episode thirty-three. We're all going. Yeah. Down. It, so I, I think.
2: <laughs> going down. So from players trying to find our own brand, um, I, I think it is going to be tough. But I think it's a conversation we have to have, and is frankly, it's a conversation I think I'm going to encourage everybody out there from other groups that may be listening. I think if you haven't had it, start to have that conversation especially if you're looking at dwindling audiences you're looking at dwindling support which Mm -hmm. i believe thanks to covid i know everything gets blamed on covid but the reality is that was a huge it was a hit hiccup for the world you know it was
3: it it was if
2: i go to the marvel universe it was our blip it was our blip. um, because all of a sudden nobody was doing anything and it's like oh you know shows do take up a lot of time i i'm kind of like seeing my family in the evenings Mm -hmm.
0: (gasps) sleeping
2: (laughs) (laughs) sleeping at night (laughs) i just love waking up refreshed in the morning i know
1: but not not having to remember someone else's lines i will tell you (laughs) any group out there what whether it's whatever it is you do you you have to to advance into the 21st century yes um digital social media all of that is the way to go yes um if you don't jump on that bandwagon you're gonna get left can i can i can
2: i call shenanigans on that
1: oh yeah go ahead (laughs) not necessarily
2: shenanigans on it i've had a 180 about our website and about any website um website i just think the problem with the website today is that it's static you know it's not where you put changing information that's what you put facebook and stuff i'm gonna I, i think i'm rethinking that website needs to be driving your traffic and as as we've talked in players you know that's where all our ticket sales are going through now Mm-hmm. you know you're buying your tickets on the web maybe at the door but you're buying it on the web which is which is something that virtually every group is doing if you're yeah. still unless you're looking just for the grandmas and the grandpas um, you know you're trying to reach a wider audience you're doing it on the website so the website now is really your main digital piece of marketing facebook instagram this is an interesting concept then facebook instagram all those others the only people you get on those are your loyal supporters anyway because they have to actively choose to follow you oh. so the people you're talking to on Facebook Instagram all that are yours already already your supporters mm-hmm. so what the person I was listening to in this particular case was saying is build your community with them keep them involved get you know that's how you kind of make them feel part of the part of the, the group um, but it's that website is where you kind of need to be always looking a little fresh and a little updated, and, and things are happening there. And frankly, some of our website design, and I've, I've done the website design, Bob's done it too. Um, okay. I think, folks, I look at a lot of your websites, I look at ours, and it's like, uh, we're not doing it right. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the kind of thing. We do. We all do a pretty good job of putting our logo on there somewhere. So when you get to that website, you know it's a Monroe Community Player's website. But the next thing a person should see is, what do you think? If I listen to these branding and marketing people,
0: how to order tickets? Bingo. Anytime you're on the web, you should take no more than two clicks. Yep. Before you make a sale. Yep. So it's
2: so, and we l- read left to right. So left side is little logo. Monero Community Players. They know they're the right spot when they turn left. Onto buy on. here. hmm Show tickets now. Hmm. Buy your tickets here. Click and it takes it to them. They. Because they're likely already looking for you. Right. They don't need to read everything else below there. However, what you want the other stuff below there for is for the people who are saying, gosh, I wonder if there is a production of You're a Good Man, Charlie Brown, this week somewhere. And they're doing some search there. Or what is the local theater group? Mm-hmm. Um, so, so, But you, you want that ticket thing much more prominently displayed and it's something that I haven't gotten to, but I, I want to make sure our ticket... Right now... Auditions are, the, I've, been, I've been following the policy of, well, what's the next thing coming up? The next thing coming up is auditions. Auditions are great, but I want them to buy tickets for a show that that's coming up too. Mm-hmm. They need to see that ticket order. Um, so it's almost like you want the audition information and then we maybe wanna tease them with, you know in which we do have how to audition on there, for example. Mm-hmm. Um, but maybe we wanna say, here are the five top tips for auditioning, click here to fill out the form and come to our next set of auditions.
0: I also think maybe focusing on just the next show is a mistake. Mm-hmm. I think it should, the intention should go to what are you betting the most money on? So to me, that's Charlie Brown. In our case, which I'm saying, not saying that we're doing <laughs> because we get into legal trouble. But put our money group's money and effort and energy into what we think is going to make the most money for the effort we found that worked out with for mcp it worked out very well with the dinner theater murder mystery you can't do them because we want to keep them okay that went over like a lead balloon (laughs) well
3: can i can i
0: (laughs) Yes, you and can I, you can edit that entire thing out. <laughs> yes. Yes you can and no, no, I no, no. will I, listen
3: for it. <laughs> I I I just want to say on that, I think um I, I understand what you're saying and and I and you definitely have a point there. But at the same time, you might miss by doing it that way every time you might miss out on opportunities. if we focus like if 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 a, if a group were to say, okay, uh, at the end of the year, we're doing, um, uh, let's say we're doing rent. Okay, let's make sure we're all focused heading into that direction for rent. You got to be careful not just give that same support to shows like, like uh
0: snick and old lace
3: well i don't want to even say that what well, yeah that that or twilight God, of the gold or, or or gods That's of right. carnage or something that could bring in just as much money but with a different crowd
0: well i think it if you focus on the large music musical at the end let's just use that as an example mm-hmm. you are going to be people who are going to see that hopefully early enough a year out before production mm-hmm. say so, so i want to become involved with the group so I'll come to meetings, get my face known, so I can get my kid or myself as a lead. But they'll know their I, face.
2: I, I have to politely disagree. I, I don't think anybody who's interested in being a lead in a musical is has one bit is looking one one bit at, at doing a drama. I I personally think it's two different personality types, ourselves excluded. <laughs> <laughs> well, but but, I but no, I, I see, mean, because
0: I, I like to do dramas. I like to do musical. I mean, but if you were a, were a brand new kind of person thing. and you wanted to be Charlie Brown,
1: I, I, they want to be Charlie Brown. They're just going to show up to be Charlie Brown, and then mm-hmm. they're going to leave in Rent. It's a new version, Brian.
2: Sorry, yeah. we'll, we'll talk about that next episode. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> um, but but but, but yeah, because I, th- I think that's one of the things when we talk about how how are we branding ourselves and saying what what do they get out of us because you know how do we fit into their story i i don't think s- people think that long term anymore in terms of okay i'm i need to build myself with the group i need to build my capital with the group i i de- i think that's a skill that's lost
3: it's instant gratification everything and is instant so many gratification.
2: people these days it's like okay obviously i am um, Charlie Brown, I'm so I don't know up. why they would not recognize that at auditions and cast me. Even though I've never stepped foot on stage in my life. And I get oh, horrible, there's... horrible stage fright whenever I have to have a public speaking in front of somebody. And the cat left.
3: Good grief.
2: Yeah, But no, I mean, I, I, I'm i with Brian. I, I think there's so much instant gratification in this world that, uh, prove me wrong, people. <laughs> Um, yeah, pe- people right. aren't really about building, and that's the other thing. It's, it's, it's. When I think the message I heard on a lot of this branding stuff was, it, it. No one is asking what can I do for your group. Mm-hmm. What can you do? It's for what me? can that group do for me. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, and it, you know that's heck. That's not a new idea. JFK was trying to get that across back in the you know. Back yeah in, in the early 60s I before think i was born
1: i think that that i wasn't even a glint in the eye anyways um <laughs> happy birthday thank you uh, but i think that also ties into that belief that some people have in some groups and some at ours that we need to reach out to lapsed members and say come back oh. and yeah. i they don't think for so reason. exactly yeah. they left for yeah. a reason right and i to me it's not you know oh how can we win you back no here's what we're going to do whether you're interested you know you have to be we they,
0: would welcome you back well, right no one's right no one's dissing you right
2: Right. but well this is it, it it's kind of like with our mailing list i used to get yeah. upset every time i saw, oh, someone someone pulled out of our mailing list and then the obvious was you know, brought up to me in one of these other podcasts you don't care about people who who un, unsubscribe to your mailing list you weren't selling them a ticket anyway mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah
3: Yep. Yeah. Yep. The
2: reality is they unsubscribe for a reason. It's the, the other That's 400 people problem. who are sticking with the emails yep. and stop being afraid to email to them. You know, we're getting a little into marketing here. Not so much branding because if they'll unsubscribe themselves, yep. so don't what,
0: make more mo- work for yourself.
2: Right. If, if they, if they go away fine, they're gone. They made a decision, let them go. And I think that's something that we tend to do, and I imagine it happens in every other group too. Prove me wrong, folks. We focus so much sometimes on who we disappointed that we aren't looking at the 20 or 30 other people that we pleased. Yep. Um, Ron knows this from working with the Walt Disney Company, but they don't even care about you. If you, um, you know, when they do their customer surveys, if you rated them low, four or five out of thing, they don't care. Yep. They want to know how can they build on the ones that rated you one or two. How can you make that experience even better because those are the people they want. Mm-hmm. Well,
1: and it goes to a, a not necessarily a modern. That's why they have a cult following today. But there's a, a managerial style where you tend to, we always try to look at our the weakest employees, and that's who we should focus on. Now, there's the, the other strategy is you look at your strongest people, and you continue to work with them and work on their strengths. Don't try to bring up the lower half right you work at the top half and you continue to solidify that and i think that that's to that to that point you look at the people who are already pleased and happy with you yep. keep them happy keep them happy
2: Yeah, Ple- please those those folks because they're the ones who are going to go out and sing your praises mm-hmm. and you know you want to create raving fanatics um... as i think tom peters uh, one of the business gurus would say create raving fanatics maybe it's ken blanchard i don't know <laughs> those are real names you can go look them up (laughs) they're still active um but yeah if you can you could and and frankly it's something the walt disney company has done um you know i say cult following heck they're their own religion yes they are Mm -hmm. (laughs) there are people out there in california right now at a conference that's all about disney it's a giant advertisement for disney and they're loving it.
3: They're drinking the Kool-Aid.
2: They have drank yep. it, or the flavorade,
1: whichever the case. Or Seventy-five
0: dollars for a churro.
2: <laughs> See, Bob needs to go to a football game. Yes, he and does. He'll understand that Disney prices are actually quite reasonable. They are. <laughs> they are.
0: Seven dollars for a hot dog. Here How you go. How much did you want for a bowl of tricks? And I'll tell you,
2: it's not even a good hot dog. No, it's not. And you oh, know, the
0: hot dog was so good.
2: <laughs> the world. Yeah, that's the difference, though. <laughs>
0: yep. Well, by the time we actually got the hot dog, it could have been a piece of calf meat. <laughs> I don't know. Anyways, no. don't right. sue. Please,
2: For more sue. on that, go to my blog. <laughs> <laughs> Grumpy Old Men at Walt Disney World at WCWare.com.
0: <laughs> we really should do that. Because, my God, when I see the people that <sighs> do do the Disney ones, it's like,
2: seriously? Right, and, but wouldn't it be great to have, at the beginning of the year, the Mineral Community Players Fest? And here's all the there stuff that we're going to do. Yeah. Or maybe might
0: do... Here's a vanilla possibly cupcake. Possibly we'll do someday... We're going to put a dot of chocolate buy, buy, on
2: the top s- Buy today. some of our cupcakes for $10. That's that right. that should be our goal. Yeah. How, how can we Fan have Fanfare starts, and here MC, comes Brian Ross to announce what we, he's going to be doing this next season. Yeah. Another thing we have discussed... Yeah, I'm kind of digging that idea now that I think about it.
0: Is MCP merchandise. Fest. By that, I mean popcorn, candy bars, that sort of thing. Because... With the movies, 90% of their profit is all the merchandise and food. Yep. So maybe since we have our own space, we should look into a we ser- counter. I agree. But there aren't enough
2: cupcakes in the world. <laughs> when, when you look at our amount, amount that we have to raise, it certainly should be part of our, our strategy, though. And, and 50 bucks is 50 bucks. Yeah, exactly. For a cupcake? Or something
0: uh, that you can unwrinkle slowly while prosperous. I'm thinking
2: (laughs) marshmallows and
0: Twinkies. (laughs) And we we unwrap them. There you go. Uh,
2: (laughs) The uh, Savannah Bananas. Yes. Baseball. team. Yes. Um, Seriously? they, they are making inroads in uh, minor league baseball, uh, because, and Ron's just should be so pleased that I just know. Well, he's know, grinning.
1: He mind. got excited <laughs> as oh, soon as you
2: said yeah, it. He mean, I, They have the done things home. that I think we should try too. Um, in fact, I think we're, we're even talking about it for our next show, Blythe Spirit, as including, for example, dessert and coffee with your ticket, because what they have is an all-inclusive ticket, or at least they used to. So you pay 20 bucks. It took care of your parking, took care of your, you got some concessions and entertainment in the in the stands. Boom. And you had a great night out of baseball. Baseball was secondary. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think we go that far because we do want them to see the play. <laughs> um, but, but you know, are there things that we can do to add value to the ticket that are relatively inexpensive for us? I'm not a fan of popcorn during a play because unlike Back. the movies, we can't turn the volume up. But but there are, I think there are things that we could include in the ticket to make it more of a value proposition that won't cost us a lot of money, but might bring a few more people in.
1: I mean, imagine you're doing a show where you have to have a, a crowd on stage. For $25, you can be an act too. Yep. I mean, you know, think about how cool that would be.
3: Well, look at you know, we I did that. My husband and I did that with um, uh, Witness for the Prosecution. We spent we spent an extra thirty bucks, and guess what? We're on the jury. We're in the middle of the show. Oh, that's how they do it. Yeah, you got to pay. (laughs) <laughs> you gotta pay, but I'm telling yeah. you, and it yeah. wasn't. I mean, but again, it was worth the experience. That's not and, and That's in London, right? So. And yeah. that's how I ended up on the West End.
2: Yeah, the West End in London. You know, one of the premier theater <laughs> districts in the in world, right? And some argue better than Brown, <laughs> I just got, You know, you know, some of the best theater in the world is in the West End. <laughs> yeah, and then there's the show that Brian was in. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think, I think I we're out of time. Are we running out of time? Yeah. We out of time? Oh, actually,
3: we've, we've gone a little long. We're over an hour.
2: Yeah, so hopefully, hopefully, folks, uh, I, w- I hope you found some use in this. Um
3: hope I can it, edit
2: it down. It, it, it did go in different directions than I was anticipating. Um, we and community players have our work cut off for us. I imagine your group does, too. And frankly, even if you're not involved in theater right now, I bet you there's a group that you're involved with that could use some um, rethinking on branding. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, there's a lot out there. So, Um, I'd like to thank each and every one of you for listening in. We do appreciate you. We appreciate you all. We even appreciate your reviews and your stars and all those wonderful things you can do. Hey, if you like this webcast or webcast, what do we call it? Podcast. If you like this podcast, tell one other person. Mm -hmm. and and share us with them. Um, That would really help us out a lot. Um, And we are, of course, on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen to us. Just just help spread the word. Um, Check out Monroe Community Players on our Facebook pages and our website, Players.org. More groupies fun, an occasional picture or two, on our podcast page at Facebook. And please email us with your comments and thoughts about this or any other episode at Players at Yahoo.com. And be sure to let us know if it's okay to read your email on the air. And I know you're all waiting for the question.
1: I am. <laughs> <laughs>
3: We're
0: all um, set. We're all so, set. So,
2: so the question I have for this one is, uh-huh. what is your brand? BBDs. Oh, and you don't have to answer us, but I would like it if you did. Wow. Um, let us know your brand. And I was. T- and the other question that I was too afraid to ask is, what do you think No Community Players brand is? If you want to let us know. Please do. Please do. Keep it clean because I will edit (laughs) the the arts and business community theater has been a production of the Monroe Community Players and was recorded high atop the Benish building at the Monroe Public Access Cable Television Podcast Studio in beautiful downtown Monroe Michigan we are the groupies and we will see you in the green room
1: well
3: goodbye and don't
1: think it hasn't been a little slice of heaven